be advised and let's be quite clear ho. Please know that we do indeed cuss. If you are offended by language that is quite spicy, gay lingo, and ratchetness, please exit your podcast app at this time, Miss Mamas. Love Moose and Josh. So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. And that's exactly how it started. <laughs> that's why. Because you are full of shit. You heard me doing the countdown. You decided to do some type of Legends of the Hidden Temple shit. What's up, everybody, everybody? My name Woo. is Musa. Oh, I'm Josh. Hi. And welcome to our podcast, child. Welcome. So we I was clearing my mind before I pressed the record. <laughs> and Josh decided to let out some strange uh, uttering. Um, I believe he's demon-possessed. So what's funny was that you were counting down. It was reminding me of Sierra's level up. And so I was trying to sing level up, but my tongue said, bitch, no. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Like, level, level, level. Yeah, that's right. That's what happened. First uh, of all, Josh, it, it, it's, it's appropriate. I already know where the fuck you going. It's appropriate that Josh will be, um, it's your for a minute, but fam, yeah, because he's sitting up here. <laughs> he's sitting up here looking like Missy, Miss Lamina Elliott in, in all black, like the Omen. Child, I don't know whether it's Missy or Lil' Kim. <laughs> He has on a full Adidas fit for your asses. So I just want to let y'all know that this man is draped up and dripped out. <laughs> no one's um, talking about And that's what happens when you get new money. Yeah, ain't going to be long because new... I'm going to quit. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Y'all probably don't even We're know I, I got a new job. Yeah, because the episode didn't even come out. <laughs> it didn't even okay, upload. Okay, let me let y'all know the, about the my terrible, awful, no good, very bad week a few weeks ago. So after we recorded, we recorded a, which we, we still will um, post the episode. It's just, it's just, it's just late. It's late, tired, through and delayed. Um, <laughs> but but we'll po- we will post the episode. But as soon as we finished recording, we actually did a video as well, which um, will never go. There'll well. be some snippets of it. Cause it was, cause it was actually as tired as we were, there were some funny moments, um, but we were very tired. We, we weren't talking about too much. It's my will. But um, my computer crashed. And um, well, my hard drive crashed, and so currently my data is is in the balance. I have one of my, well, actually one of my students, is working on getting fixing that for me. Which I don't know if that's breaking a rule or anything like that, but uh, probably. yeah, I probably. Got no porn on there. Nah, not on that one. Okay. Um, but <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's been a whole lot, but we're gonna get to that later. Um, but just know that we did have an episode that was supposed to go up, and it did not because my computer said no. And uh, yeah, so I'm, there's ten years of um, data on that hard drive that I hope I can get back, which I may not get back. But we gon' we gon' believe. We gonna press on. So pray for Musa that he mm. recovers it all. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right, Josh. How are you? Um, I am alive. Uh, the devil's a bald head ass bitch. Always. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm okay. Um, as y'all heard me say a minute ago, I do have a new job. You got a new job. I didn't like it the first week. This well, I didn't like it the whole first week until that Friday. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Then Monday started all over again. I was like, no, nah, this is some <laughs> bullshit. 
<laughs> and so I'm not really feeling it. I'm trying to stick in there and not quit because I don't quit. Well, I do quit a lot of things. But as far as jobs are concerned, I'm usually there for the long haul. But this, like, I'm just not interested in it. <laughs> and so, you know, you like you leave one shitty ass job. You accept the first job because you think, you know, anything is going to be better than this, which is better as far mm-hmm. as the environment. But the shit that I actually have to do and <laughs> the amount of shit that I have to learn, child, it ain't it. Mm hmm. So you know, I'm I'm trying to keep on keeping on. Y'all pray for me. If but if if I'm like child, I'm real close to be like bye, bitch. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. How are you? But that's all. That's all you got to talk about is your job. Um, child, I ain't got nothing else besides me fucking with a download nigga and uh. uh <laughs> Listen, I've been there and I've also been that nigga. So <sighs> I completely I feel, I. I both sides. I just I, sometimes I just see him. I, try, I don't even know why I said that, but uh, oh. <laughs> I mean he ain't gonna never hit. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean yeah, he uh, we not dating in the least. Of course not. He ain't even gay, so there's that. Well, uh, that's for another podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh yeah, uh, there's nothing really much going on with me. I'm just, you know, trying to stay afloat in mm-hmm. this boat we call the shit of life. The shit of life <laughs> by Josh. By Josh. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, ain't shit going on with me. Um, still black, still gay, still broke. Hmm. That's just a shirt. Still uh, black, still gay, still, still broke. broke. All right. Ooh. It's coming out. God. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Um, okay. So, what about you? Child, time keeps on slipping, <laughs> slipping, <laughs> slipping. That too, but I was going to say into the future. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, that too. All of those things. All of that. Yes. All of it. Oh, y'all. Well, Josh, you know, it, it has been um, the, the month, the month of... October, uh, <laughs> like so. September was trash. October, my hard drives crashed. Um, at the top of the month, I had to um, buy a new battery for my car. Mm-hmm. I had to pay a couple hundred dollars for my dog because he got sick, and I had to take, he had to go to the doggy hospital. <laughs> and um, my car died somewhere. Um, um, in Hempstead while I was delivering invitations to my sister and I don't like car trouble. Who does? I, I just, does? you know, but I, I feel like a damsel in distress every time. Cause I, cause I don't, I don't want to ask people to jump me, to jump my car. You know what I'm saying? I get, I get real shame about that, you know? Um, and so, uh, my car died near Prairie View and, um, I'm always weary because police, Police are very, 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 very racist mm-hmm. in the, in Waller County, and I said it. Um, and so, luckily, my sister and brother in law were not too far down the highway. They turned around and came back to to give me a jump, but they couldn't do it. There, for whatever reason, their battery wasn't wasn't charging my battery, and so this. Uh, this another man pulled up, black dude, um, in a big truck. Yeah, uh, with, big he had a, with, his family was with him, and he had he had New Orleans license, Saints license plates, and so I was like, oh, this is a good sign because Jordan is from 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 that way, mm-hmm. and so um, I uh, 
he got out. He said, "Yeah, no." He said, "Y'all got them. Y'all got them. Them wimpy ass uh, cables." I was like, first of all, sir, you know, <laughs> mind your business." Um, but uh, he said, "I got these. It's gonna help, right? It's gonna make it." He said, "So he said it's gonna work right here." And so he plugged it up, and I was like, "Should we give it a, a second to charge?" He said, "No, it's already ready. It's, oh, that's God. a done thing." Child went in there and started my. Was not ready. That battery was like, "Hold up!" And so he was like, "Oh no, I got, I got, I know what to do. I got to do." And then he goes back and like, you know. Uh, plugs uh, those the jumper cables to my ba- my battery again. He's like, this is definitely gonna work. This this I I, I already see it. Okay. And then <laughs> it so he tried seven times and didn't work. Mm-mm. So I ended up I ended up calling um, you know because I have insurance. I called roadside assistance and they sent they sent some backwoods man to come and um I, I so he called me to see. He said, "Where are you?" And when as soon as he said, "Where are you?" I already knew what it was. Right. And so I told him where I was and. Um, he came and when he saw me, his face just kind of like you. You could the look on his face was like, oh, it's them. Right. And so he gets out, and um, he has all these tattoos, and I see uh, uh two lightning bolts on his on his hand, which is for SS, which is, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a tattoo that I, I believe that um neo Nazis get, and so um I said okay, I see what it is, and. He had one of those. Um, I'm gonna buy one actually for myself for Christmas. Um, he had one of those, those um, like devices, those doohickeys <laughs> that oh. you you charge it yourself. It, like you, it has I a have yeah. One, yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm gonna get one of those because I don't want to. Tr- I trust charged. nobody to do. Cause I get I, I really do get embarrassed like trying to be like you know hey you know will you jump you can't get a jump you know so um, he did that and as my car was charging he looked at us and he said uh, y'all going to homecoming this weekend. Now, listen, Who's? it is true that it, um, a few things were true. It is true that we were black. That's, tr- that's the first thing that's true. <laughs> yeah. It is also true that Prairie View is right down the street. That was very true. It is also true that Prairie View's homecoming was that weekend. Very true. Also true that Jordan and my, and my sister Lacey our, our alumni from Prairie View, but he don't know that. Right. He just assumed he saw three black people, three. I'm I'm, a, I'm young, so no. oh. <laughs> I'm a call myself young. No, he saw yes. three youngish black people and was like, they must be, they must they must go to Prairie View. That's only why that's only why they're here. And so, um, Jordan was see. <laughs> Jordan like he was ready to, ready to fight the man. <laughs> like, Jordan had had on a, a hoodie that said "black all the time," yes. which he he actually caught some some flack for that in the gas station. Some woman, the the clerk at the gas station was like, "See, that's why we can't wear Blue Lives Matter shirts because of that." And see, see my my Damn. my sister is she's 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 about that life, and yes, so she right. was she started walking. She was like like she's about to walk back into the gas station. I was like, no, no, we need to like let's not do that. Uh, she was she she was just like. Cause I, he didn't say nothing. I would have probably said something to her. Of course. Um, but um, but anyway, uh, he the the man the tow truck guy uh, Kevin, Kevin told us he said, um, look, you know, just to give y'all a, a word of warning, um, we average about two hundred. Uh, we tow about two hundred cars every every ho- every uh, homecoming season. He said that. So he said, factor that in. 200 cars at $200 a pop because that's how much it costs to get your car out of the, you know, um, the pound, the pound, impound. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, they making bank oh, money, money. And so he said, y'all just be careful. And I was like, all right, you know, thanks for the warning. But we, I mean, 
he just saw three black people and decided that we were going to Prairie View's homecoming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, that happened. I ended up having to buy a new battery and I wish cars would warn you. Right, I was about to say, did you have any kind of warning? No. Your battery didn't come on? Your no. light didn't come on? But, but I will say, I, 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 I Google, um, I was like, what are some of the signs of a, of a battery that's about to die? And it said a, a funny smell. And if you recall, I remember it, getting in the car with me, I told you, I said, sometimes my car smells funny, like whenever I started, mm-hmm. that was a sign. Oh, and okay. so, like, my car don't even smell like that now. And, but it, it did for a, for a while. And I was like, what's wrong with my That's car? Weird. Yeah. And so a funny smell is, is a sign that your battery is going to die. But I need, I need about, I need at least a quarter warning. Like, I need, right. some, I need something to say, like, your battery is a qu- about to die in about a quarter. <laughs> so that I can go. <laughs> so, cause, you know, because it's, it inconveniences you when you get in your car. I'm like, you know, I'm about to go to work and, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that, that was, um, it was a, it was a hard time. Also, um, I was, when my computer crashed, I was designing my sister's, gra- uh, her wedding invitations. And so, um, I had nothing to de- I had nothing to design them on. I had to design them on my my other computer, and it doesn't have all of the things I need, you know, to to design. And so, um, and then I was, you know, when you're designing wedding invitations, like you want to make sure that you're doing them on, you know, in a timely manner because yeah. they got to go out. You know, she's getting married in like over a, in like a month, and so got them done. They're pretty. Um, I, I was really proud of myself. Like I was proud of myself. You know, I, I made this custom monogram for her and Jordan, and it um, they they came out very nice. Cause I, I was so worried. I get worried about typos and stuff like that. I think I read that invitation over like fifteen thousand times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I was like, are they not gonna tell me? You know, you know the the bride and doom or something like that. Like I was, oh, I, was okay. I just get I get nervous about stuff like that. I had dreams about it. You know, so um, so anyway, I she loved him. You know, he loved them, and that's all that matters. I kind of was want, I wanted to know what my mom thought about him, because you know, she we ain't talking, but uh, she ain't said nothing. She has said, she hasn't said anything about him. So, um, I'm not gonna go into you know wedding stuff because that's their thing. But um, what I will say is that for those of you who are listening, if you um, are getting married, if you plan on getting married, remember that your wedding is about your union to your partner. It's really not about anybody else that that could possibly be involved. It's not about the bridesmaids. It's not about the groomsmen. It's not about the maid of honor, the matron of honor, the best man. It's not about the ring bearer, the flower girl, the flower boy, if that's your thing. Um, it's not about the ushers. It's not about the, the, the wedding planner. It is not about the people in attendance, the people who you want to invite, the people who you don't want to invite, the people you're forced to invite. Um, well, it's not about any of them. It's about your union to your partner. And if you believe in God, you know, it's about God blessing your union. Like are you like you and your partner going before God to declare your love for each other. Like that's what it should be about. I I don't I don't care. I always tell the story till I'm blue in the face. Like my favorite wedding to go to was my former bandmates because it was just no drama. It was zero drama and we we helped each other out. We helped them out. We did stuff for them. We like we we did things as a community, and it was just love. The whole the whole day was love. It there was no, um, you know, strange moments. There was no like awkwardness. There was no like, you know, feelings of angst. It was just you know we got to witness like the love that they had for each other, 
you know, and the love they had for us, you know, and the love that we all shared for God, you know, on that day. And I thought that was beautiful. And that's what I've been I've been saying to my sister and to my future brother-in-law. I want them to remember that, like, amidst all the stuff, all the, you know, the the pomp and the circumstance, it's y'all at the end of the day. Like, I know that, you know, you got to, you know, we, we should always honor our parents and, and things like that, our elders, but they're not going to bed with you. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they're not in entering into a partnership with you. That's you and your partner. So I, I my sister is, um, she's very sweet and she's, um, you know, she can be soft spoken sometimes. And I think that she has a lot of she has a lot of reverence for my mother. And um, I think she just tries her best not to ruffle any feathers. And I do my best also to not tell her anything, you know, that would cause her to, you know, want to go off or anything like that. Because, but I sometimes I want to be like, you have more power than you realize, because you could really be like, this is my wedding. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, I just I hope that there's peace, you know, over that day because it just seems like black family events are <laughs> it's always something. Like it's like somebody always got an attitude or a chip on their shoulder. That's why like I we're entering into a very and we'll talk about this, but we're we're entering into a very strange time for me. Like the holidays are are always hard for me. Like this I can feel it. Like I I felt the shift in the, in the beginning of this month. We're in the beginning of the month, but I felt it this time of the year for me for the past 10 years has always been hard. Like November, December, the beginning of January is always hard just because um, I just, you know, my concept of family is so different now. You know, it always, it's always been different. It's all, even, even when I was a little boy, like just, I used to get really anxious being around family because of who I am, you Same, know? Yeah. And so, so yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We let, let's, um, your birthday is coming up. Woo! Child, my birthday is coming up. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's more to be happy about. There's more to be, be thankful for this year than I actually, than I actually talk about. And so I'm, I'm going to try to spend, um, that day, um, being as grateful as possible. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, in like the, the, the gist of everything is just like growing up, you know? Um, but yeah, birthday's coming up. If y'all now, if y'all, yeah. you know, I love, Send him money. I love all things, money that are green. <laughs> um, uh, cash app is dollar sign. Dustin Kemp. Who is Dustin Kemp? Just, just don't worry about it. Just send him, send him okay. all your monies. Um, <laughs> um, I need to do a dollar sign. Musa. Uh, Musa Jones <laughs> or something. <laughs> Not Musa Jones. Um, that's who you are. Musa that's Jones. Musa, Musa Jones. Okay. Musa Jedediah Jones is my okay. <laughs> my new name. Wow. New new, new name, name alert. alert. Musa, Musa Jedediah Jones. Jones. Make sure to echo. Jones. Jones. It ain't gonna do that. It ain't gonna do that. It ain't gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. As we say in every episode, it's so much shit wines one in the world. Yes. Um, but um yeah, so let's get into some pop shit. Child, let me tell y'all something. That was good. Thank you. Child, yeah, <laughs> he, he had a little lips perched up over there waiting for me to see him. Ready. ready. I was like, he was girl. Ready. Y'all should have seen him. It was I don't, like a, it was I don't like, need no shit from you. It was, today, like, a, it was bitch. like a little kid getting ready for that Easter speech. He was like, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> I remembered it. All right. So yes, for pop uh, shit. So so listen. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't even know where to begin Child. because this world is a Caesar salad of death. <laughs> oh, what? It's a Caesar salad of death and I destruction, like despair. Um, it's just. It's a chicken salad. It's, it's a chicken salad. <laughs> I don't know why. I would love that. I would love that lady forever. It's a, oh. it's a chicken salad. <laughs> She is amazing. She is amazing. And she wasn't even trying. But she, she was but you know, but I know women like that. They want to let you know that what they're having is better child. than what you ever had. It's Evan a chicken Lake. salad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, I, I now I don't even eat chicken, but I was like, ooh, I want a fucking <laughs> chicken salad. Cause she, she, that sounds amazing. Uh, apparently, like they've been going it's been going down on that at that location. Like people have been going there and buying chicken child, salads. Man, she better be getting some money. It's a whole lot of stuff in that salad. It's more chicken child, than it, salad. That salad is not healthy, but it's, it's okay. It's so not healthy, but it look <laughs> it look it looks amazing. I'm gonna go home and have a salad uh, tonight, but it's not gonna be half as good as that. Get your chick's pea salad. I ha- yeah, I, I, so that's what I'm, I made. Um, I made um, tuna tuna fish um, tuna salad, tuna but it was salad. chickpeas instead. Um, it, was, it came out really good. I'm gonna make another. I'm gonna eat another one um, when I get home. So yesterday in pop shit. Um, Oh God! Um, the niggas are niggering. That was not are, supposed to come out like. That. Yeah, we're gonna put an echo on that one too. Um, N- niggering. Sure. It's it's people are out of control. <sighs> so let's start um, with the um, the light skinned marauder um, from, <laughs> from the from, from the six. I don't know what that means. It's I, th- it's I think that's part of the, it's the area that he's from, um, is Toronto. There, is there a five? Yeah, that no one calls it the six, but he started that stuff apparently. Oh, okay. So if you don't know, now you know that Drake and Twenty One Savage, Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One, have they've re- <laughs> <laughs> they released an album, child. And I ain't listening to shit. Um, so they did indeed release an album, and uh, it has um, it's been the topic of discussion if you will and sure you will because it's drake when it's drake everybody has something to say um the um the name the title of the album is her loss and the front cover of the album is this this light-skinned woman who looks uh like she is she might be part asian she has two some open face uh uh goals in her mouth she looks like she's in distress but and she has baby bangs but when you see her but in real life she is oh, that's a real beautiful. Person. Yes, she is. She's beautiful. Oh, okay. She's a beautiful woman. You know, um, I want to. We're gonna do this right. Oh, we're gonna yeah, do this right. Right. So, Drake has is he has been on top of the rap game at the top of the rap game. Excuse me, at the top of the rap game for maybe a decade. And I don't know why. So I I I will I will go I will go as far as saying that there are there are there are a number of Drake songs that I like um that I'll sing along to but to be before we go forward Drake doesn't make music for us like sure, and I, and I, and and I'm just saying that because I I know Josh well um and I can't speak for all uh, queer black men um, I know some queer black men Want to sometimes fantasize About being 
in that world in that life but his music is not for us it's not um uh, yeah. that's another really conversation for another it, yeah <laughs> but um drake brings with him um a sound and aesthetic that and a lifestyle that I think niggas have always tried to emulate, have tried to emulate since he's been in the game. And not only niggas, but um, you know, um, Latinx people kind of also adopt that. You know, the the taper fade, the Caesar, the 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 the, the, the they they have adopted that they style. Have. They have, um, but we gonna talk about that because the Edgar is killing me. Do you know about the Edgar? No, what is that? It's a haircut that that is that it's has the, the it has young young Hispanic men in a chokehold, but it's it got the it's like a, a bop at the back. I don't I sure What's I don't. A it's a little 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 boop. <laughs> the, the Edgar is the, the Edgar has y'all in a chokehold, Hispanic brothers, <laughs> and, and y'all need to be released. Anyway, so um, Drake has had quite the influence, I would say, um, in pop culture. Um, on men and women, women, no, wi- women love, women love Drake. Yeah, but it's do. it's a, it's almost like a, I don't know what the word is, I don't know if it's hedonistic, but it's like, it's he he presents something that that is attractive to to women because some, hmm, I don't want to say anything problematic, but I feel like he presents a persona that, um. It's almost like a punishment that women, some women feel like, oh, no, never mind. I ain't gonna do that. Uh-uh. I ain't gonna do that. I just, I think that, oh, uh, no, I can't do just it. I just, I just don't wanna say anything that's problematic, but I think that he, okay, no, I'll do this. He believes that, that who he is and, and what he is is something that people will never um, aspire to. And so, he appreciates that like being that person being that player that that lover boy that he believes that most women will never ever get and that only a select few women will ever be able to be in the same room with him yeah, that's what I he gives that. off yeah. and so i don't want to say it like as if women will never get because because please right. like let's be very clear beluga much um wow. Uh, wow. but but um <laughs> but but i just is is what i feel about drake I feel that, um, especially, you know, being a biracial person, um, he he banks on the, you know, the black American aesthetic, you know, like the the, never the culture. Lived. Because mind you, before that, before he became a rapper, so the grassy ass nigga, like, like a square ass, nerd. and so so and so he's built up this persona because even when he first came in the game, like he was not. He was not all this gang, gang, gang type he of stuff. Was. Like, he was not that. And so he, he's, I wouldn't say he's evolved. Like, he's almost, like, put on a mask of, he's, he's you know, masquerading. He's created a, a persona mm-hmm. of what he want. he wishes his life was. Absolutely. And the rappers that he has looked up to. Yeah. He's created. And now this. that he's, and he surpassed a lot, a, a, a lot of the rappers, most he surpassed, of most of them he surpassed, yes. you know, in terms of popularity and, and, and album sales and, and things like that. And so that persona, it, it, I think it's become a part of him almost, you know, and he turns it on and turns it off, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's, 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 it's like he's gang affiliated, he's mob affiliated. Like, these are things that he talks about in his songs, obviously, that we don't know that to necessarily be true. But, um, but anyway, let, let's, instead of me giving y'all how I feel about Drake, I'm just going to go into how I feel about the album. I listened to um, about 
seven or eight tracks because I said before I listen before I I read any reviews I want to have my own um I want to say how I feel about it um I'm not gonna sit here and say that I have not like bobbed to some of Drake's songs but this album I feel like people people think that just because someone puts out you know music with 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 all of these sounds and all of these 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 uh these vocal lines that it's complex and people because I saw somebody on on Twitter say that if you don't like Drake's new album you don't you don't like music and the thing is the bar has been set so low for rap music yeah it's been set so fucking low for rap music the content what people are talking about like it's it's such a low bar and so like you know people always say things like mm. when people talk about classic like rap songs i don't hear that when i listen to drake's music no, i don't hear classic i don't hear classic like hip-hop to me he's not hip-hop no he's very pop like i, I don't think he's hip-hop like i, I now like I, I i think that drake has a good he know drake knows music drake knows music um and drake knows culture he knows pop culture and so he's gonna he's gonna craft his music to what what's going on like like that's he has his his finger on the pulse in terms of pop culture i don't think he's changing the course of pop culture but I, well i do think that he has been um he's influential in that his st- well his style has influenced pop culture and and and, and i mean but that style was also influenced by people like Nelly and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, yeah, I rappers. think that. Yeah, I think that he he offers that. You know that it's that it's that pretty boy, lover boy kind of thing that. And because I, I do hear a lot of a lot of dudes that that rap like him, kind of like how when um, when Future came out, kind of his tone. You know, Designer came out after Future and right. it started, and a lot of people started to rap like like um, like Future. Um, this is true. It, a lot, <laughs> Future ushered in a lot of, yeah. We we'll talk about that another time. But um, so the album to me, uh, I realized very quickly that that shit was not for me. It was not for me. It was not for. It was not for you. I listen. I don't <laughs> care if you. I, I don't care if you hadn't heard it yet. I'd be like, oh, this ain't for Josh neither. This ain't for you. It's oh, not yeah, for Abel. It. It's not for any of us. Like like this. That music is not for us. So. Um, Neither was that last album. <laughs> if we can talk about it, well, we all have opinions, and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But we are telling the truth; uh, <laughs> these are facts. Um, it's, I think that people, like I said, the bar has been set so low that anytime someone puts out music, you put some, you put some, you know, ethereal, you know, like like strings and and some some roomy, you know, tones and and and. You know, maybe some somebody singing in Italian that's that's completely phased out, you know, and, you know, put a little bit of, you know, throw a little bit of, of, of auto tune on, on his vocals and, you know, talk about, you know, say random things, you know, talk about expensive ass liquor that he was drinking on, you know, on the back of some, you know, butt naked woman in a, in a, in a cutlass supreme. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's art, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of dope, though, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but what I'm saying is that, like. It, people think that because something is abstract that it's good music and it's, it's that's, not, that's not that's necessarily not so so um uh he he took a few digs at some people he did bitch ass nigga um Sorry. indeed that that part um and 
one person in particular that he took a dig at was um, the one and only Megan The Stallion. Who ain't did shit to nobody. Listen, we're going to talk about, about Drake, but let me tell y'all. It's a lot of things that you can say about a lot of rappers in the game, especially female rappers. Megan stays in her own lane, has stayed in her own lane, conti- will continue to stay in her own lane. And I think that's what bothers people is that they really can't, like, uh, they really can't get to her. Right, Minaj. They really can't get to her. <laughs> and so they have to find ways to poke at her and, or, or, or they send their, or their fans poke yeah. at her. You know, I don't know why. I, I was born and raised in Lake Jackson, Texas. That's 60 miles south of Houston, so I'm not technically from Houston. But whenever it's some Houston business, I take it personal. I'm like, bitch, y'all don't – that's my that's, – that's Houston, Texas. Y'all don't know her like that. I don't know her like that either, to be clearly <laughs> honest with you. But it's it's always sad when someone picks on someone that, that minds their business. So um, the line um, – in, in the line, the, the the questionable line, you know, Drake was was remarking about you know making fun of uh, Megan getting getting shot and then saying that she lied about it. And so, um, for those of you who have been living under a rock, um, man, uh, what's his name? Tory Lane Tory shot Lane. shot Megan The Stallion in the foot. Allegedly, like, we, child, we, un not un oh, not allegedly, he did it. And and I and that <laughs> they they need to send the turtle back to Toronto. Um, oh. I. The hmm, we we have it's layers to this, it is. and so we have to like I want to do it right, um. So of course the Twitter net went nuts, um, and of course black men were laughing. Straight black men are were laughing and being like ha ha ha. You know that like being it's trash, typical being being typical trash uh, about about you know a black woman being shot by a black man. And so to me, I was, when I heard it, I said, the fuck are you like, really? Like, I didn't know. I I didn't know that he, I I did not know that Drake was that type of person. I thought that in all of his, 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 his fuck boyness that he would at least have some sort of respect for this woman who is tied to so many people that he looks up to and admires. Right. Like, why would you do that? Why would you, not even I mean, that. it was unprovoked. Like, she ain't said shit about you, so like, why Mm-mm. would she even mention it? And what is 21, like, why are you in 21 Savage mentioning her? Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like, she's never said anything about you. She ain't got no beef with you. Like, I don't even know if he's, is he cool with Tory Lanez like that? Uh, they all are. That's that's okay, black straight straight black men have a pact. Yeah, they have a pact with each other, and they don't. They they might not even know it. No, they know, but they don't know what it's called. You know, it's 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 just it's just fuckboyness. But they have a pact with each other that anytime a sh- a straight male is being done wrong or being called out accused or being of. accused of something or being canceled, they close they they close ranks and they support each other. That's how it that's how it's always been, R. Kelly. That's, it. that's how it's all, he, like in that we going we going to get into some shit, but like that's that's how it's always been with with straight black men. They they do that. You know, either they either they are are um vocal about it or they're quiet. Like the quiet ones are are, are, the, are the worst ones, you know. The quiet ones, the ones who say nothing, are the are the ones that are the worst because you you, you don't even realize it. So, um, so Twitter was was in an uproar, and um, there were some some of Drake's fans. First of all, people don't realize that 
we all we too have brains and when someone tries to tell you tries to deflect and tell a complete and bogus lie it's like do you do you realize how intelligent we are so this some dude was talking about um if y'all re- really get it the double entendre like he wasn't talking about you know megan but he was you know making a, you know, the fact that megan's you know ass is real but this person got ass shots oh, and so elk the stallion and some shit like that i don't even know who the fuck that is my thing is like nigga you even like no fuck that you like no I, I, like you know what that 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 provokes what that provokes you know what that causes yeah. and you know what it does for megan the stallion like that's this is someone who has had a the past fucking two fucking years have been hard lost her mama like she's had a lot going on and then having to defend her character against some three foot seven troll and and wow. on top of that fighting <laughs> against her record her former record label like she has and she has been against these other well Nicki minaj i ain't gonna say other mm-hmm. it's only it's only one demon bitch out there but, saying the, shit. but the the main the, the my main issue is that this woman has been fighting black men yeah she's been fighting black men for the past couple of years and some biracial nigga with with some man that's from england uh decided to make an album and and write a song and and have a line about this black woman and it's strange to me that they thought that that was okay because it's art yeah it's trash it's it's you know because it's 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 how it's it's rap you know it's it's rap but it that that my thing is straight men have boundaries that they that they don't cross when it comes to rap music you know what I'm saying? If somebody got beef with, if if a if a rapper has beef with Kanye West, like a serious beef, he would never talk about his mama in a song. They don't. He wouldn't do that. Right. He would not do that because he knows that's a line you shouldn't cross. So if someone, if someone gets shot, if someone gets shot, if a black person, if a black woman gets shot, how do you think that that's okay to talk about in a song? Like that's not a that's a boundary that they cross. They don't give a fuck about that. They don't care. You know, so um, he Drake took took some shots at a lot of people. Uh, took a shot at Serena Williams' he husband, called him a groupie. Oh, um, he 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 popped back. But see, the thing is, it's not what I what I hate about shit like that is that they're able to say shit on their songs, and you better not respond because then you soften, you're sensitive. It's like, bitch, I'm gonna respond because you said you're something. Right. Like, you called me out, ho. And so okay. I know a lot of his fans are probably like, oh man, he mad, he mad. Oh, uh, you know, but, but like. If you say something about me, I can respond. So going back, Megan did respond, and she 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 basically said, you know that you know that niggas want shit for that, you know. Right. And I would love for her just to do it in, in the booth, go in the booth, and just and just clap That's all the way want. back. Fuck the tweets because it's, it's too many people talking at this point. Yeah, just put it in the song, bitch, and and call his ass out. I mean, because he didn't call out that nigga out who was talking about him having a child. DJ DJ Academics old. Mm. <laughs> DJ, I, do you know DJ Academics? Do. He look like a Ninja Turtle. He does, and he like he like like he like like <laughs> he like Jerry on crack from Tom and Jerry. Wow. Um, DJ <laughs> Academics basically was like, you know, you're the you're a stallion, but Drake's the goat. Like, get off that man's third, bro. Like, why are you like? Why, it takes a gay man to tell you get stuck his dick out your mouth. Like, Word. that's DJ Academics to me is is so bottom of the barrel like like because like, i don't even know like who he is technically without no like, one like 
I don't know what music you've actually put out or produced, what mixtapes you put out. So, bitch, who are you? He's no and one. And why are you so far up Drake's ass? He's like, he loves he loves being provocative. Like I mean, he he spent he spent a good portion of his time, you know, uh, um, sucking that other dude's toes. That that no. uh, that rapper, um, what's that dude's name with the colorful hair? Uh, six, six nine, nine Takashi six, six nine, six, 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 like, uh, but people immediately start taking sides, and a lot of people start taking his side, and my my, my issue is that it's like this woman got shot, right, and that's that's the that's what you doing, like that's what that's what you you, you think that's cute, that's to me that's the that's it's it's pathetic, and I I don't know how people can listen to his music. And and be like, you know what? Yeah, he said that, but you know, I mean, he said other stuff too, and he did say other stuff. He 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 mentioned Sierra Sierra. He mentioned Serena Williams' husband, um, and who else did he mention? He mentioned uh, Kanye, I believe. Um, he mentioned some artist named Dram. I hope I'm saying his name right. I don't know. I don't know the gentleman. I don't know who that is um, uh, so some people, no, but people have been responding on Twitter, like like. Um, there have been some big names responding. I know Mark Lamont Hill said something about it, and uh, I need to find it. He um, he said, "Hold please," because he 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 tweets a lot. Um, yeah, there we go. Here we go. So I just put the track on and heard it for myself, just to indulge the ridiculous point. The the point being, they were saying that it's it's not. Um, they were saying it's not about her getting shot but someone getting ass shots and he said shockingly the meaning is exact is the exact same as when i read the lyrics on paper making a joke a bar at megan's expense is disgusting he said started listening to drake's album was three tracks in when i read about the megan the stallion reference on twitter i won't be finishing the album and please don't tell me it's just wordplay or that it went over my head i'm very smart thank you thank you thank you mark lamont hill also very smart i got it doesn't make it less gross yes absolutely and so some other person said the way rappers and rap is treating megan is uh one of the game's worst failures in all the years i've been a fan this is despicable on so many levels um one person i'm actually shocked by this by drake i didn't think he'd take such a position publicly um when the facts come out i wonder how he'll respond um yeah so mark lamont hill went on to make a series of tweets and people are are you know coming at his at his neck um and then he said cause, so he responded to someone uh this person responded to him said oh brother so it's okay for megan to continuously bash uh, a black man that hasn't been convicted by a judge uh it's crazy how easy it is to wait blah 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 blah. and then mark lamont hill said he shot her dickhead <laughs> why does she need a judge to tell her <laughs> to be upset right. about it exactly the fuck like so so anyway um there have been people coming back at uh at Drake. I think I don't know if it was a joke, but um um Odell Beckham basically said he was done with him. Um which Oh uh, that's interesting because you know there's rumors about them. Child, we're gonna move right along with that because you know <laughs> we don't like to um speculate people's sexuality. So but, you know, I think this is all a tactic. I think because of the fact that his last album was so trash and he tried to do the EDM house music. He needed something to come back and, you know, I guess be talked about. So he, you know, made some fucking, you know, trash ass music where he was calling out people that he shouldn't have called out, you mm -hmm. know, just so people could go back and listen to what the fuck he was talking about. 
you know, it all, it's just off of the drama and, the, you know, and the shock effect. But, you know, he's trash and, you know, he should just stayed in his own fucking lane. Beyonce, where the fuck are you? Where are you, Beyonce? Because if you would put if you would put out the visuals, the visuals, people would where forget. Are they? They'd forget about Drake's shortcomings. And and he won't he wouldn't even exist for at least I listen, I'm 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 slowly tapering off Renaissance and listening to it less, <laughs> but I'm still listening to it and it still has me in a chokehold. Um, but if and so it's been when did that album come out October. in July? Oh, was it July? I don't know no more. July. October <laughs> came out in July. Um, so July, let me do my math. August, September, so that's three months ago, huh? Something like that. Um, yes. so I we we would be we'd be you know. Talk, still talking about the visuals, but girl, yeah, because so, you can't drop these damn visuals. We got all this other shit we focus on. It's your fault. It's your fault, Beyonce. You need to Blue, put get out your that. Mama together. Yeah, Blue must be on on vacation she or something vacation, like that. Yeah. Child. So, um, Rolling Stone. I'm not gonna read the whole review, but the title, the headline of Rolling Stone, um, the album review for Drake's album, Her Loss. They say her loss is a misfire that Drake will hopefully learn from. <laughs> um, yeah, with 21 Savage reduced to a supporting role, the LP plays like a concept record about refusing to grow up and not in a fun way. Um, they they dragged um, Drake for filth in the review, and I can't wait to read it in full. On her loss, Drake reduces 21 Savage to a supporting role and reveals himself to be a self-centered jerk who refused to grow up. So uh, needless to say, Rolling Stone, and, and under Rolling Stone is a bunch of people who are mad. And, and a lot of it is, is, is you know, teenage boys who... Um, they, anytime their faves are critiqued, they feel personally attacked because it, what it, what it says to them is something I like must not be that good. So let me fight for it. That's really what it says. That's a, uh, the reason why, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm jumping ahead here, but the reason why a lot of men will defend people like Drake and Kanye and, you know, these other niggas of the world, um, is that it's because they, they see a part of themselves in these people, and so when you're sure, critiquing them, they want to be. yeah, and somebody they want to be, or something that they could they could never aspire to, well, things that they could never have, but they want. I, I, I remember um, New Year's Eve one year I was in Austin, and um, one of Drake's songs came on, and this dude was just he was really into it. He was just going in. I was like, you'll never have half the things in that, in, in in that song, but go ahead, bro. Like like live out your fantasy. Like 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 li do what you need to do. Um, so in other, well, to, to sum that part up, um, I would say Drake do better, but I think if anything, like m men love controversy, they love these types of polarizing things. So he's going to, he'll continue to do that. He has not responded yet. I don't believe, um, he, he hasn't responded. Won't. I don't, cause he's a whole ass nigga. He ain't yeah. going to put out another album that's trash. And that's the crazy thing is that. In 2022, he has put out two trash albums. Two trash albums. And that's unlike him because usually his albums usually go to number one. Is this number one? I think it is. Um, I think it's. I, I think it's. It's. It's sold. It's. It's outsold. Controversy, not because yeah. of, of the controversy sells. Of it. Yeah, it right. definitely does. But you know, that's that's the only thing. You know, that's it's bad because yeah. you know I I don't think of him as the best rapper or the best singer, but he does both of them together decently. Decently, and I enjoy the music that he gives, but it's like. At this point, why just why are you switching shit up? Just stick to what you're used to. Give us the you know this old melodramatic ass music mm -hmm. that you you know you usually give us that we usually like. You know, whatever. Fuck Aubrey Graham. Like, yeah, it's 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 the thing. He he also has delusional fans who think that anything that he do you realize like 
you and I could sing Drake under a table. Under a motherfucking <laughs> table. But do you realize that there are people who would hear would hear us and be like, no, he sounds better because that's what they want to hear. They like I said, the bar has been set so low. Child, there's also people who think that Monica sounds better than Brandy. So I've Child, stopped arguing that, with people. There's a story about um, music. <laughs> there's a story there. Um, in in other mm-hmm. news, um, so. Kanye West said that, you know, I could say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas couldn't drop me. He said it again. I can say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas and Adidas said, bloop, bloop. <laughs> they <laughs> dropped him. Adidas, but so did Skechers. Everybody dropped him. But you know what? He should have been dropped a long time ago for the anti-blackness, anti-black shit that and he that said. And that is my thing, child. He has been misogynistic. He's been anti-black. He's been against black women for years. He said he he continues to say things. He said some disrespectful shit about George Floyd's uh, family. Right. Who are, <laughs> who are now suing him. And that's, that's the crazy thing about it is that he gave them money for the funeral and all this other stuff. So why would you then turn around and then talk shit about that George Floyd was not killed by the police when he was killed by fentanyl yes. and some other stuff? Like, why would you backtrack like that? Yes. Making yourself look stupid? Because if that's what you truly believe, then why would you give the family money for George Floyd's funeral? So so let me let me do this. Um, I put on, I was part of a production. We talked about it in our last episode that y'all may or may not hear. Um, and there is, cause I don't care anymore. There is a, um, one of my producers, nice guy. Um, he's, he's very talented. He's, um, got an IMDB page, you know, oh, he's okay. been in a few movies, uh, been in on a few sitcoms and things like that, or, or, you know, drama series and stuff. Um, I had respect for him during the, you know, during the duration of that production. And so, um, as, as things started heating up with Kanye, he was pretty vocal about how he felt. And so, I responded to his his criticism, his criticism of everybody else trying to cancel Kanye. And I basically told him how I felt about Kanye. I told him how, you know, what Kanye said. I reminded him of what Kanye said about slavery, what Kanye said about George Floyd, what Kanye has consistently been saying and and the the things that he's been, the people who he's been spending time with. Kanye West befriended Donald fucking Trump. Like in my in my book. And this is just my book. I, I can't say what everybody else reading, but I'm saying in my book, <laughs> if you are friends with that man, you are not. You are not a friend of black people at all. Because that that man, and he knew what he was doing. That man has been the agitator of so many racist things that continue to happen in this country. He has been that person, and so um he's been the perpetrator he has been all of the all of these things and Kanye West slapped on that red red hat and went and hung out with him he looked he looked like a fool and so um th- like this <laughs> this brother um decided to clap come back at me he responded and as he should it was on it was on his it was on his page i i typically don't when i see stupid shit i typically just just scroll on past it but i i was surprised to see it from, no i wasn't surprised to see him he's a straight black man in so he he went on to tell me that he's been in the industry for 10 years and he's seen things essentially basically saying that essentially basically saying essentially saying i don't know shit because i haven't been in the film industry as if that gives him so much more and that's that's the the, the biggest part of this all is that niggas really feel like they have this 
understanding that no one else has. They're yeah. smarter than everyone else, and we what we need to see what you what you're not seeing or you know y'all need to wake up bitch you're mad because like like you want to be when you aspire to be like someone else you're going to defend them with every fiber of your being and so he was basically saying you know you know this is what i you know i've done this you know i know this and i said man let me let you know i'm, I'm with the shit like i know like i might not have been in the, in the film industry but i know music like i i, I know how things work so but that don't mean anything Right. What we know, what we know in terms of our craft don't mean shit. I said, and there are people out here smarter than you. So like what, what bothers me about these men is that they feel like they're the smartest people in the room always. And so I was like, you know, I, I see you little IMDP page. That's cute. You know, and I ain't trying to disrespect you or anything like that. But just because you have that does not mean that you're smarter than me. And, and he, he tried to, he made some, some silly comment or whatever. So then people were comparing Kanye West to brother Malcolm X. Now, why now, would you do that? Let me tell you something. I do not know much about algebra. <laughs> <laughs> but Brother Malcolm X is someone that I continue to study and have studied and will read everything I can about, will watch every video I possibly can, every documentary. I know Brother Malcolm. And did I know him personally? I wasn't even born. But but I I went to a sim I went to a, a it a four-hour um institute on brother malcolm so so i'm not gonna let some nigga tell me so i posted a, a comment about i posted a status about you know why that comparison just would not fly and so this this brother this the, the producer he mm-hmm. came into my into my uh, my comments and was like he showed me a clip and he said maybe this is why i didn't even look at the fucking clip because i ain't got shit to do with me and so I said, let me tell you something. I know you know movies. <laughs> I, I'm not going to hold you. I know. Shout out to you and your credits, you know, um, all that stuff. But one thing I know, I know Brother Malcolm. And I'm not going to let anybody sit here and try to to c- compare some, some nigga that's been crying because white people won't listen to him to a man who tried to lead black people out of their, out of these horrible conditions that they were in, you know, they were stuck in because of religion and fear and, 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 and racism. So the, they don't belong in the same conversation at all, like at all. And, you know, once I shut, I, I saw, I typed I typed him down. And once I, once I finished, you know, a few minutes went by, I saw them little three little dots, I mean, that he was fixing to come back. Right. And I was like, I was ready. I was like, because one thing you're not going to do in this situation is argue me down. He didn't say anything else, but he been making little slick comments. Um, he even commented on a, on a, um, a news article that, uh, one of our, one of our local news anchors posted. So our university, um, the, the song that the, that our football players come out to for the past, 10 plus years has been powered by Kanye West and they're changing it to something. But the stu- the, the funny thing about it to me is that I, like, I can give a fuck about that because y'all going to change it after he said some anti-Semitic shit, uh, you know, apparently, right. but you could have changed it a long time ago. A long time ago. So I, I didn't, they didn't move me. I was like, <laughs> and so someone, so the, the reporter said, um, you know, <laughs> uh, Aggie football has canceled Kanye West. And then old dude was like, yeah, I need to cancel them. L's y'all taking our, our team has been trashed all season long. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I was like touche, but damn, why you you all on animals? You all on people's dick because they they canceled Kanye. Like they didn't. First of all, let me tell you, when it comes to cancellation, he might have lost deals and things like that. He's still Kanye fucking West. He's still Kanye. West. He's I mean, still he's gonna. He's not he, millionaire he, anymore, but you know. he and, and like and the, the people think that that stuff matters. Somebody was putting together a GoFundMe to make him a billionaire again. Yeah, Pay y'all's dude, bills. Y'all are dumb. Pay your bills. 
Stop worrying. Like, that man don't need y'all's money. I mean, Wait, he got more money than you, and you trying to give him more money. That man right. cares more about being a reputable fashion house um, and crying to white people who won't let him in. And I, you know, when you thought he was creating his own lane, he didn't own half the shit that he was that, that he had his name on. So, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going to see. I, the thing is, like, let, so let me be. I'm going to appeal to the the hearts of straight black men everywhere. Oh, that's new. My fellow Americans. Oh, OK. I remember. My favorite album was College Dropout. And after that graduation those albums were the soundtracks of my life i can remember where i was when i listen when i first listened to graduation i can remember where i was when i listened to college dropout i was kanye west brought something to the rap game that was new and colorful and fresh and real and raw and he had a lot of influence on so many people he had so any any time a new Kanye album came out, I was ready. The last album that I bumped to the fullest was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That album, when I was riding the bus from uh, Starbright to wherever the fuck I worked, uh, and, and I can't remember the name of the place anymore, but I, I listened to that album through and through. I could tell you about the production. I could tell you about the, like, I studied every single song. And that's the thing that sometimes, you know, that burns me up is that people think that um, Kanye supporters feel like people who are, are you know, critiquing Kanye or, or um, who have a difference of opinion that we're stupid and we don't know music. But <laughs> we are we are well equipped to have these conversations like I could talk to that producer dude. I could I could talk him under the table when I if I talked about you know the stuff I learned production wise with with you know with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It was brilliant. Kanye West as an artist has always been brilliant to me, and it sucked to see him um, join forces with Donald Trump because I knew immediately that I wasn't about to be on that shit. I knew imme- I knew from that moment on that I couldn't listen that I couldn't fuck with his music anymore. I knew that. And I, I knew that something was happening in him that might be irreversible. You know, um, I think that he's always been atten- attention seeking from the beginning, you know. Right. And and he's he's always been he's always been problematic and just, you know, manic and volatile. Um, but but I loved his music and I and like listening to 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 graduation, it 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 made me feel something. It gave me hope, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, I was like, man, like I, I mean, the, I played, I played graduation when I graduated from, from college at 31 years old. I still had that reverence for Kanye West. I still had that respect for him, even though he was starting to slip, you know, like really. Um, but I knew I had to let that go. I, I don't listen to his music. I don't. I don't actively listen to his music. I will not actively put on a Kanye West song, and that's a decision that I made because I'm grown and because I know better. But some of these men, they feel like they're losing a part of themselves. They feel like, and I, I understand. You feel like you're losing a part of yourself. You feel like he's attached to so much that you love about hip hop. You know. You know, being, you know, 
a, a younger person in hip hop. And I, I, when I say younger, I mean that he he's not you know in his fifties or sixties. He he's one of the ones that shaped this 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 new culture. He did shape culture. You know, he he has shaped you know rap culture and pop culture um, because of his love for fashion and you know um, you know his passion for fashion. You know, like I, the Kanye West that I remember. Um, had a passion that that didn't show him turning on black people you know um but i think he didn't know where to turn because he didn't have all the answers and so he said let me go to white people if i can appeal to white people if i can be on then that's gonna make my money stretch longer kanye west don't believe half the shit he says he is in it for himself though he is doing what he's what, what he does so that he can have longevity outside of just rap like he wants to appeal to all people and so he's doing all these I, I do think it's part mental illness, but I also think that it's selfishness. I think that he he wants to be this big name. And he's like, niggas ain't going to get it for me. Let me get it for the white people. So how do you get it from the white people? You align with them. You align with their with their values and their morals and their beliefs. And they, they keep you. I, I've I've seen the things that he said about abortion and stuff like that. He all these all these conservative talking points that he's hit, that he's hitting on. It's it's uh, it's disgusting because he would never. He, if he if he hadn't lost some of the stuff he lost i'm not going if he hadn't lost some hadn't taken some personal losses he might not be in this position but he's aligned with tucker carlson and candace owens and all these people that that he should know do not support protect and defend black people but or him or him <laughs> you know but and, but i mean they're going to use him like they're using Herschel walker that sorry uh, man but 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 what i'm saying is that men pe- black people feel that taking away, that canceling, quote unquote, him, R. Kelly, you know, and so many others, means that a part of them has that they feel like a part of themselves is being canceled, and it's not. Like you're not tied to that man. Like, but it's so so many black people feel like they need to step in the name of love every single family reunion. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like continue to do it. And the the thing that the point that I w- I want to make I'm a, I'm gonna drive it home. Y'all don't realize that, or y'all, or or no, you do realize, but you you choose to, you know, to turn to, uh, you know, a, a, I don't say blind eye, but yeah, you don't want to see it. Um, the things that Kanye West, the things he stands on, they're continuing to perpetuate violence against Black people. What bothers me, and I thought about this today, people were so upset that R. Kelly was being canceled and all this stuff. That man committed an act of violence against a Black person against a black child i don't understand how the fuck black people can sit up here and say i'm still gonna listen to his music he harmed a black child i don't give a fuck what their parents did i don't give a fuck that their parents brought i don't care if they brought them over there with snacks and 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 backpacks okay they they fuck them too fuck them too but but r kelly knowingly hurt young black girls not young black women young black girls he hurt and and black boys too Uh, like he hurt them he sexually violated them and y'all still listen to that nigga's music y'all gotta be sick in y'all fucking heads like that this is not a game like these are people's lives these are children's lives how y'all y'all must y'all can't give a fuck about black lives and that's the other thing like black lives do not matter to a lot of these straight black people they don't because they only include a small a, a, a subset they don't include queer people 
They don't include like trans. <laughs> and they can't include black children because y'all said, man, fuck that. We still we still stepping in the name of love. I'm still listening to R. Kelly. You basically saying fuck these black children. I'm gonna listen to and, and it's always these what about it? What about Jay Z? What about it's you don't have to do that. You know, you're you're just wrong. This man defiled black lives and y'all still listening to him so i see why y'all i see why y'all won't let go of kanye because y'all y'all don't care you didn't care when r kelly did it you don't you damn sure didn't care when bill cosby was, was messing with people like so shit i mean y'all y'all can have it have a little ugly mucus alien mucus looking shoes and and oh. and and do what you got to do but that man is going to continue to disappoint and his music is never going to be as hot as as it once was all that, all that Jesus is King shit, all that Sunday service stuff, like all that, man, that stuff is, that, that man, that man is a narcissist. He needs help. He needs th- those prayers that y'all say, y'all need to really pray for that man. Yeah, but what's funny about the, like the Jesus King shit, because I recently had to sing a set of that music is that, because I know a couple of people who actually are singing in the choir mm-hmm. and they've talked to so many people that I was recently singing with. They were mm-hmm. like. There's one part of one of the songs that we're like you have to repeat like faith yeah 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 mm-hmm. but it's supposed to sound like faith but it's really a praise to Kanye. It's to Kanye, yeah. Like the shit is crazy. Like all like it's all throughout the album. It's like little praises and acknowledgments to Kanye. Like he is so like selfish and self centered. He is trash, and it's crazy. You know, it get it, it's gotten so bad to the fact that now that Trump don't want shit to do with his ass anyway, because Trump recently tweeted like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. he need to be medicated." Like that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> like I'm, I've always I, I haven't fucked with Kanye in decades. So good luck to that man. I hope he gets the help that he needs. Child, I, I I don't I'm not with it. Um, so there's that. Um. And I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't really have anything else to really say about um, about Kanye West because that that man, in my mind, <laughs> you know, thanks for the music. You know, thanks for the the laughs. They'll, they're, he he will never get back to who he was because it's it's. Sometimes when you when you abuse other people, you abuse yourself, man. Like when you're abusing yourself, you abuse other people. So like when you're in the trenches, like internally, like you take those things out on other people, and it's just kind of it's a cycle, you know. I hope he I hope he does, but who knows? Um, yeah. So yes, um, um, whatever Kanye has going on in his life, um, pray that he gets it together um, quickly. But that's none of my business. Um, so, in, mm, I don't know if we need to go here, but Kyrie Irving has been under fire for some comments that he's made, and here's the thing, um, and his, he's made some comments that have been uh, labeled, uh, well, he not made some comments, but he shared um, a post that... Um, was seen as anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, Semitic. All these, these, these been thrown around a lot. The thing is, when someone does something and it's it's called to question, it doesn't need to immediately be shot down as anti-black. I think that you can't just shoot something down because you like someone. 
because because you know that's your favorite athlete or your favorite favorite musician it's time to listen to people it's time to listen to what the fuck is going on and stop you know it's you always hear you you always hear like cishet black men say oh, man y'all so sensitive but they are truly the ones that are sensitive Child, the most the most sensitive there's they're sensitive to sensitivities so what? yeah there's that um and and you know y'all y'all crying about millionaires y'all crying about people who are gonna be all right they're gonna always be all right what are you doing these are your student loans forgiven that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to sure. say and what so, are you doing with that check that biden finna send you child they child, say it's not a mistake they say it's not even a check I, I i wish let me tell you something right now while we, while we on this podcast <laughs> i wish I wish he would send me twenty thousand dollars, because listen, we we, we would run out of studio, bitch. <laughs> listen, I don't know if payola works with podcasts. We would be at the tippity top, you the so tippity dumb. top. We would be at the tippity Child. top. Merch out next. Week. I would, I would, I would take. I would spend maybe five thousand of those dollars, um, <laughs> um, towards uh towards my um student learns towards my student learns. And uh, the other fifteen, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. So, um, in very, very, very incredibly sad news, one third of the rap group Amigos Takeoff was fatally shot in Houston, Texas, last week. That is so sad, child. Because I found out like. I guess I'm like soon after it happened because I was on Twitter like wow. at one o'clock in the morning. Wow! I don't know why, and they was like Takeoff died. He was shot, and then they had video footage yes. of him laying on the ground. I'm like, first of all, y'all are raggedy and tacky as hell for posting this man dead laying on the ground like that. Like, why would you do that? Um. I, I just like y'all have no respect for these people, Mm-mm. but. I mean, they say that, you know, it was over a, a dice game, which is even more stupid because, first of all, why are y'all playing dice? Y'all are millionaire people. Like, why why are y'all playing dice? But somebody, well, Quavo apparently had got mad and was getting loud with somebody. And then, you know, so, you know, they was getting into arguments and somebody got up. And they say that somebody on the Migos side is the one that starts shooting first. And he's the one that actually shot take off but they're not coming forward mm. but i just looked at it at, at from what the um the 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 the, the, the autopsy mm-hmm. they say he was shot twice like once in his head and mm-hmm. then once in his chest and mm-hmm. it's just like like niggas we got to do better you know what so i saw it I, I woke up at like six to get ready for work um and it was the it was the first thing that popped on on my phone well when i saw when i looked at my phone it was the first thing i saw and i i immediately went to wikipedia um because wi- wikipedia. i'm gonna tell you why because wikipedia it's crazy people talk about wikipedia but um whenever someone dies there's a little box at the very top of the wikipedia page it says this this page is being heavily edited because the person has recently died and when i see that i know it's real but and you know, anybody can go over Wikipedia. No, no, no. They can. Them. They can, but 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 when I the heavily heavily edited means there's there's a lot of people on the page. And so that usually is what that is is what gives credence to that 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 uh that paragraph that's at the top. And so um I saw that and I said like I got chills right now because I, I didn't you know, I, I wasn't I don't know all their music, but 
I, I so my my colleagues will tell you that um I, I was an Amigos fan at first. Like I definitely wasn't because I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> Whatever they're talking about, I don't know what they're talking about, but this is not for me. And um but I'm let me tell you how I got into the Migos. I'm we're gonna get back to takeoff. I'm gonna tell you how I got into Migos. Um I was simply perusing the YouTube streets and saw um three goddesses Asia, Tay, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Jada, Jada coming out to Slippery, slipping and sliding, gliding uh, to Slippery Trying by Migos. And, fidgets. like, what I will say is that, man, HBCU bands and dance teams influence culture like you wouldn't believe. Because most of the rap music that I listen to that I have on my phone, the, the most current rap music, I heard a band playing it, an HBCU band playing it. Like, most of the song, some of the new rap songs that I have is because – um, I saw Stingettes dancing to it, so that's how I got into Migos was was because of the Stingettes, and so um, the best. So that song "Slippery," Takeoff has the best in in most songs. He has the best line, the, the best uh, uh, verse, and so I I was kind of fascinated with Ty- with Takeoff because he he was he's the most she was the most chill, but he was the the fi- most fire rapper, you know. So I woke up and I saw that headline that he was shot and killed in Houston. And I was still like, nah, nah, like, nah, not, not take off, you know, like definitely not take off. And so I went to Twitter, should not have done that because at that point videos were still being posted. Yeah. And I used to, I, I don't, you saw how squeamish I was that video. We just Shut watched the film. <laughs> like I used to be, I used to go to, <laughs> I used to go to this website um, in high school called Riding.com. Same. Yeah, used to see all kinds. Of, I saw I saw all kinds of stuff on there, but over the years, um, I've changed a lot, and I can't see certain things. And um, I I should not have seen what I saw, but I wasn't intentionally. I I, I when I when it said when it said rapper take off dead. I saw a video of people standing around, so I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then when I saw what I saw, I immediately like I was like my eyes. I I, I didn't finish it because I it was going to be something that I would never be able to unsee. And so, um, but what I will say is that I heard Quavo's voice. I heard him screaming, and he was he was saying take no like my oh my lord like he was he was he was coming from that man it was coming from the depths of his soul so all speculation but you know people were saying that that he he started the 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 you know the the fighting he started the you know the the you know the ruckus was called was started by him and you know then like as you said someone said you know someone from his camp pulled out a gun first and accidentally shot him and and that the other side returned fire and takeoff was just he was just there he was just standing by and he's dead and so i don't we will never really know what happens because because niggas right because there's this there's this you know snitches get stitches um this this code like you know don't be a rat and i hate that i hate that for us there's so many people who have died and their murders are unsolved because niggas got to be true to a code. But whoever killed that man, they need to, I think it needs to, a message needs to be sent with not, not from any outside of the community within our community that 
we can't do this to each other. And this is not no black on black crime shit. I'm fuck that. That's not that's that's not real. But what I'm saying is that well, I mean it's real that that black people kill black people, but white people also kill white people. Yeah, Asian people kill Asian people. Yes. It, it, yeah. And so um but it needs to be it needs to not be that way. I don't know like I, that's some prison shit. Like I understand like like you know you, you your best homeboy might go to prison or whatever, but like you, you do the crime, you got to do the time. That's 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 fucked up. So right cuz you ain't allowing people to find closure mm-hmm. and you know heal from the shit that's going on like this man you know, we may not ever know. Well, they say it's a person of interest that has been found, but you mm-hmm. know, there's shit like people have gone on years not knowing who have killed their loved ones and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it shouldn't be like that. If y'all know who the fuck did this shit, mm-hmm. bring their ass forward. Yeah. Or and if you are that person, like you did the shit, you may not have meant to do it, but motherfucking somebody's dead. Let me tell you, um, I I know a young man that was shot and killed um, some time ago. And I'm gonna be very vague because I don't know who listens to this. Um, he was shot and killed some time ago, and um, it was rumored that he was shot by someone who was his friend. So, um, because I was a part of the community, um, I saw um, some of the mourners um, after his service. They were kind of congregating um, near the place I lived, and so I, I wanted to send my condolences to them. You know, so I walked downstairs and I said, "Hey, I'm sorry to hear about homeboy." You know, y'all are in my thoughts. You know, that's it's really that's really unfortunate. And when I tell you, they looked at me, some of them half scared, because there was a wolf among them, and they knew who it was. They they knew exactly who killed him, mm. and they weren't telling. And the person that killed him was a, was was a, was among that in your face, in my face, and it's scary to think that. And but they were like they were scared, but also ready to to like. To do something because yeah. they were like, "Who is this this op ass nigga?" <laughs> you know, and so, but he they, he ended up the the dude ended up coming, you know, um, turning himself in. But after after almost a year, you know, and so the the family didn't have that closure until you know he he you know turned himself in because he wasn't going to. And I mean, as a matter of fact, all of that the the deceased man's friends all they all protected him. They protected him by by not giving his name, by by because they feel like if it's on your heart, you need to do it yourself. But like, y'all need to show people in your community that that's not cool. It's not cool that you that that you bring that you shoot somebody in in the 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 um the circumstances, the, the details of the shooting that that I'm, I'm speaking about. It was it was the stupidest shit in the world. Like it should have never happened. But I. It was this, it's an area in my apartment complex, my old apartment complex, where just you know, black folks congregate, and I remember, I remember uh, going to get some soda or something, and I saw this this skinny ass dude in the uh, back seat of a looks like a, a Altima, um, waving a gun with an extended clip out the window, and I said, I'm like, nigga, you live in Bryan. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, I mean, it's it's a lot, and there's some hood niggas here. Like, they definitely are here, and they they definitely bought that action, but it's like, do do you care about anything in your life? Like, like what what do you care about? Because when you shoot somebody, they're gone. When you kill them, they're not coming back. And so who, for the person that killed Takeoff, like, I can't even imagine. They must say, they must be saying to themselves, like, <laughs> what do I do from here? And so, I you know, I immediately, it's just human nature. I immediately went to, you know, um, 
Quavo and Offsets and Cardi's pages and stuff like that to yeah. see. And is no one said anything. And and I understand like it's a monumental loss. Um, and then there are people on Twitter saying, "I can't believe folks ain't saying nothing." It's like so so you don't y'all make fun of snitches and and you know dog snitches, but somebody that's grieving they need to say something like y'all got your priorities fucked up like yeah. like so so in having your priorities fucked all the way up it's crazy that we you, you see this you know we need to stop doing this to each other you know we need to do, but but when but when when megan the stallion was shot child speak a word we making fun of megan the stallion we, we write we, we writing songs about megan the stallion this man this this man just lost his life to gun violence and this this light skinned nigga from the six decides that he wants to put out an album with a line about getting shot, shooting a black woman. Black women, <laughs> niggas do not care about black women. They don't. It's 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 just straight like that. Niggas do not care about black women. They care about they care about catchphrases. They care about metaphors and punchlines. They do not care about. They care about other black men. They care about other black men. Sure. They 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 care about other black men, but but clearly we see that that they they don't because you know this man was 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 shot like in Houston, Texas, and people were not weren't saying anything. Y'all know y'all know who shot that man. Y'all know who killed that man. And I don't care if it was your I don't care if it was your, your your brother. You need to be like, hey man, like hey, you better go in. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna go I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell, tell, tell on you, like. But see, even with it, I know people are scared to come forward. Because, you know, it'd be niggas like, well, you say something, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to kill you. And it shouldn't even be like that. Like, why do we live in a society where we have to hide, like, information if we may know? Like, that, because, first of all, it was a whole lot of people there. So many people there. Somebody know who did it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's all this, I just, I hate, I hate conspiracy theories. Like, like, see, like, black people don't believe in enough so they have to create things to make to to create. They have to create fantasies in their head. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that mobs don't exist because they definitely do. I'm not saying that gangs don't exist. They definitely do. But you know, they're saying people are saying all these things. It's it's crazy. Whenever a black person gets shot, it's got to be a blood offering. It's got to be something you know otherworldly or it's something demonic. You know that's that's going on. It's like no niggas are just careless. And they do dumb shit. They 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 get mad. Their their egos are, are are hurt, and they pull out guns. And that's what happens. And we not talking. I'm not talking about this from the perspective of a white person. I'm talking about this. This is in our community. Yeah. We can we we talking about it in our community. So I'm not talking about it from the perspective of like uh, Candace Owens, who in my mind is white adjacent. She you know talks about black on black crime. We're not having that conversation. We're talking about within our community what we do to settle disputes. And how, like it's I'm a, I'm gonna tell you the truth. And and white people, if you're listening, you know maybe this is a point where you you know you you kind of you know turn the volume down because the black people are talking. Um, it's I I I'm very I get very scared sometimes being around certain black people. Yeah. Because I don't know what they got, or I probably do know what they got. You know, and you probably don't remember. I may have said this in another podcast, but me and you were on the east side um, of Austin, and we were walking somewhere, and we were we were passing that tortilla place. Um, they make them chips or whatever. It's what? just it was in East. It was on East Six, yeah. And it was a group of black men walking. To, I was still living in Austin at the time. It was a group of black men walking towards us, and we were on the sidewalk. And I said, I said, child, let's get on the other side. And we got on the other side of the sidewalk. Now you weren't really bothered, but like I, I was bothered because it was just like I don't know what I didn't know what they might do. 
right. or say, yeah. you know, if they might have clocked our T, you know, or something like that, and they might have called us facts, and it, it would have been on. It would have been a problem. Channel you know what I'm saying? Problem. I mean, and remember that time we were at, remember that time we were at Rain, and that big that big black dude um, wanted to fight me for no reason. Um, and you, you got like, like, I don't remember no, 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 no. Um, we were at, no, no, no. Sorry, that was, that was, that, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was South by Southwest when those two black dudes wanted to fight me because oh, I was, yeah, yeah. like, and bitch. so it's like, you can't have a disagreement these days without somebody want getting ready to fight you, right. you know, they, and so, they got a gun or something. yeah, now and now it's these, it's these little niggas. Like I, I have seen so many, so it's, it's been so many like news stories in this town. From of young black men, you know, involved in gang violence and stuff like that. And I, what I do is I go to their page. I'll see their names. I go to their page and everything, or, or go to their Instagram page. It's always pictures of them with like you know with fans of money right. and guns. And it's guns. like you don't know, sh- and it's like you don't like. I, okay, I'm gonna say be careful with this. I understand how um, people. Have, have to do things to survive in other places, nigga. You live in Bryan, Texas. Like, if you don't get your if you don't get your ass up and get a job, <laughs> like, like it, it's not the same. It's like young it's men want to be gangsters so bad. They want to be like it's you. You're you will you will be in the same spot for the rest of your life, thinking that that that, that you fly like just because you bought a belt, just because you bought a fancy belt and some shoes, like, and, and you got the new iPhone, like, nigga, you are nineteen. You still got life to live, but this is who they are, and and it's crazy when I when I I know I'm getting older because when I see when I see young black youth um, like that, you know, whether I'm at the mall or or I'm at Walmart, which I don't go to Walmart because of the, <laughs> they be there, you know. But I, I I hate saying this about my people, but it's like it's a there's a there's a a culture that's that's being pushed forward of people that think that that's how you gotta be, you know. I saw this video of some young men. I think they were in Chicago. They were at, the, at this school, high school gym, and they had a duffel bag with like all these these guns with these um, modifications that made them uh, automatics. Mm. And they were just talking. They were bragging about their guns, and it's like, what the fuck are y'all on? Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, it in it's I I know that it's systemic. I know that it, it's higher up than. It goes so much higher than than you know your mama need to take you to church and stuff like that. It's so much more than that, but they are being influenced. I'm not saying it's not rap culture. It's, it's not rap culture. It's I, I just I think they're being they're not being raised by their parents, and but their parents don't know because their parents are, are struggling with stuff. Their parents are struggling with trying to make ends meet. They can't raise their kids. It's all it's all it's a system that and it's a cycle that we're constantly in. And so, um, you know. People, it's easy to turn to rap music and say, man, it's that rap shit. You know, half these niggas that rap about stuff don't even live that life. At all. Let's be clear. Half these niggas deal anyway. Um, but, but, <laughs> but I mean, so going back to the, the serious issue, like, I, I was so sad to see that Takeoff died because I watched videos of him and he just seemed so chill. Like, he seemed like he's the, the coolest one, the funniest one, the least problematic one, you know, um, but like his favorite one of his one of his lines is like my favorite, but it's all violence. He said, um, uh, headshot, AK make your head rock, red dot, retro actual dead stop. Like I like it's just violence. It's all it's, it's all <laughs> violence. But it's the but it, and I don't I don't condone all that shit, but like it's something about his his like 
his cadence. Like mm-hmm. he just he's different. Like he, he was different. So, man, I don't know this. You know, I, I know that uh, Offset was kind of he was no longer making music with Quavo yeah. and Takeoff. So this people people like y'all need to get back together. You know, get back together the two of y'all. But like, if anything. Well, I'm not going to speculate, but it just seemed like this might drive the wedge even further because he's thinking, like, I imagine Offset might be like, I should have been there with him. You know, yeah. like I should have been there. Um, this wouldn't have happened, you know. But when people pull out guns, it, man, that bullet, it, got name on. It's, it's for whoever is there. You know what I'm saying? And you're right. It's like, it, it might not even be intended for you. But you might, and that's why I get so scared. I get so nervous about my sister and my brother-in-law, like you know, because they're young and they and they go places where young people are. And you don't have to be where young people; you can be where old people are. But this is true. I just don't. I just don't go certain places, child. Um, I heard some of my friends were, were talking about um, an, an incident that happened at Halo some months ago, um, where some dude was acting wild and and rowdy. He was drunk and he had a gun on him, and he didn't. He didn't like. I don't think he pulled it out. I think it, they saw that he had it on him, and I was like, "Shit, I don't, be, I don't be in them places." Like, I just, I don't even, even, even like a gay club. Like, <laughs> folks be ready to, to to end your life. You know, they'd had a few drinks. You know, a few Midori sours, and now they ready to get. You know, like, <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't go where I don't go where punks be. I I don't. I just don't do Can't that. Do I remember we were in they New like Orleans. We were in New Orleans, and um. Eli wanted to go to this. This he wanted to go by this club. It was a, it was a club where all the all the all the all the girls be, and you know, you know Eli. You know he <laughs> he you sweet know Eli. sweet Eli. You know he he ain't trying to be with a, he, but he's he's fascinated by things. He's curious. He knows him. He's nosy. <laughs> and so like we're um, so we're walking and it's a it's a it's a, cr- a cluster of punks. And they just being themselves, you know, just yeah, and so like, I I felt so shame, like I I was holding his hand, um, because he was just looking, and I was like, I said, hey, you need to just look forward, look straight ahead, because it's gonna it's gonna be crazy if they say something to you. I'm not, it's not a black white thing, but like it's gonna look crazy if I'm like defending this white guy, you know, right, so like. Yeah. You need to stay. You need to move. Keep moving. He don't. He doesn't have. He doesn't live and exist in that world. So he doesn't know what it is. And so for me, I was just like, if somebody touching him, like I'm gonna have to fight. And I don't want to. I don't. I'm not a fighter. I don't like to fight. That's not what I want to do. But I need him to keep moving. Don't look at nobody because if you look at them wrong, they're gonna say something. They're gonna cut him or do something like that. Not because gay black men are violent. Because it 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 happens. It when people are silly and people get alcohol in their bodies. So. You know, he couldn't understand why I was like, you need to not, you need to just move ahead. But <laughs> child, I didn't want to be the one to teach him. But we also, in New Orleans, he wanted to hold my hand a lot. He wanted to, to rub my back a lot because I, I got, um, I got, re- I got really sick in New Orleans because I got, um, I, I was all alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh it was a lot. Um, but um, he wanted to hold my hand and stuff. And I was like, hey, like, because you know how. Sometimes how black people, straight up, straight black people will look at gay folks and be like, child, I can't believe yeah. that. And I, I didn't want that, you know, because I'm 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 tended to say something back, you know. So he doesn't understand because he, he's a white man. So he doesn't understand what it, what it means to be like black and gay and and being, you know, 
having to hear stuff like that because I've heard my mama say it to people to say say it about black men, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I felt bad because all he wanted to do was show me affection, and we're gonna talk about that too. Like, but I. I didn't want to have to cuss nobody out. <laughs> and so, because, you know, black folks, it's easy to be like, oh, look at them punks over there. Them gay, they so gay-ass niggas over yeah, there. You know what I'm saying? Especially in New Orleans. Yeah, child. child. I was there for my birthday one year, and, like, as soon as we landed in New Orleans, they was talking about a black trans woman had got killed Nigga. by some straight dude. And it was just like, ugh, Lord. But, you know, shit, that's the world we live in. It is the world we live in, and, and you got to be careful, you know. you have to You have to always mind your surroundings. And also... Man, if somebody makes you mad, like the first thing, like don't don't jump to cre- create like like chaos, because you because because th- that person might not shoot, you might not get shot, but somebody you love might get shot. I had to learn. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Like that's and that's kind of the point that I was making. I don't ever want to put someone that I love in a in a situation where you know somebody pull out a gun and they get shot. I, I couldn't live with that. I I could not live with that. So, but back to that point. Um, you niggas was really talking about gun violence when Takeoff, you know, was was killed and R.I.P. to Takeoff, but when Megan was was create, made the butt of a joke, crickets, right? Because because black men and black women often don't care about black women in that regard because it wasn't just black men because there there is it's it's not just. It's not just black women, black men that ride Drake's dick. It's the black women that want to be with Drake that ride his dick, and we're saying things. We're, we're like, you know, she lied. She lied. It's like, if somebody says that a woman, a black woman, has been shot, the first, the first thing to do is not to say to call them a liar. Right. Why question that shit? If she said shit. it, she said it. I, and when, and this apparently the facts are coming out soon. And when those facts come out, oh, I it, I hope that. I hope that we can come back to this podcast and say, yes, <laughs> yeah. lock him up. Like, like send Tory Lanez like, back. They, well, they probably ain't even going to put him in jail for long. He'll probably get a year. Yeah. And then that's the suck. And the thing is like, my, my thing is if you've been shot and like, and you're, you're holding fast to, to your story. Like I, I'm I am I would be I'd be devastated if if information came back and Megan was lying. I I don't believe it. I I like so as, as firm as she has been on her stance that's all I believe. Like I there 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 that is the only <laughs> that is the only outcome that we'll find in the in the in the in the trial is that she was shot by him. That's all I can believe. Because she riding hard, she she has not wavered once, At all. and so initially she didn't even want to tell on him because she didn't want to snitch. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I would be, I would be completely, like shocked if, if it was anything else. So we gonna rock with that because we gonna rock with that, you know. She said she was shot, and we believe her. That's what it is. And so, for, to folks making fun of her. And for Drake to write a to write a song like now I know that the album was coming out but like shit even Beyonce was changing shit up you know like you should cha- you can change some shit up nigga like change like even you know Beyonce still changing that album still still changing like <laughs> I keep hearing these weird these things anyway um but gun violence is some whack shit Kanye West said it himself killing some whack shit like R I P takeoff man that that's that's a loss man that's such a that's such a loss because. 
that man was the most talented member of that group. But also he was he was someone's son, someone's nephew, someone's cousin, someone's brother. Like that man did not deserve no one deserves to be slaughtered like that. Like it, it doesn't deserve to happen. He was just there. Like he was just in the mix and he's he's gone now. So, you know, shout out to him. You know, I it's it's weird. I, I you might we're he's we have nothing in common except except for the fact that we're both black men, but I just been feeling him lately. Like I just been, you know, like I was uh I was looking at I was looking at his hair and I was looking at my hair, I was like, our hair looks so similar. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like I, I, I put my, I put my glasses on yesterday for the conference, and I was like, <laughs> mm, I, 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 I caught a quick glance, and I was like, man, I look like takeoff right now. Um, but it's weird. I don't know. It's I don't know what that is. It's just this strange thing that kind of came up on me when I was like, man, that sucks. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's another conversation. Nice to um, take off. Also. In sad news, uh, um, Aaron Carter, um, brother of Backstreet Boy Nick Carter, uh, was found dead in a bathtub yesterday. Um, and Aaron Carter had a history of drug abuse, um, substance abuse, and had a pretty rocky relationship with his brother Nick. Um, um, his sister died in 2012 or 2013. Um, she died of a drug overdose. Um, um, he he was in a he was in a bad place. Yeah. And you know, I remember Nick I mean, I mean Aaron as a little a little kid, you know. Um right. and he was real popular. Yeah, it just it seemed like he had so much promise, you know, and you just never know what people are going through these days. But man, drugs are drugs are scary, man. Like I if someone told me if I've heard cases of this something dangerous, this dangerous substance being put in a drug i'm not gonna then run to that drug and be like let me get some of that you know and i'm not i'm addiction is addiction so i'm not making fun of that but it's just like this stuff just scares me you know like you don't uh, know who you can trust who gonna give you your shit straight yeah child yeah (laughs) you gotta be careful in these streets but i mean it's a sad time for his family so r.i.p to him you know um you know old folks say they come in threes you know i mean we didn't get a chance to um, cause I don't know if we did it in the episode, but you know, RIP to Leslie Jordan, mm-hmm. Leslie Jordan, um, you know, died a couple weeks ago. Um, he, man, I loved, I love that man he deeply. So he was so funny. Like, it's like, he's the, he's, he's the, he's the white gay. I wish a lot of you white gays would be <laughs> like, <laughs> and that you will never, that be. you will, could never, girl, why would you aspire to? You couldn't. Um, first time I, I, First time I ever saw was introduced to Leslie Jordan was in The Help when he said, Shut that damn door. <laughs> but he was also in American Horror Story in Coven. Um he was part of the council. Oh um, yes, he was. Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> yes. I I I he had a twang to him, you know, that I loved. Um uh, during the pandemic, he just brought so much joy. But when when Tiger King came out, that's Child, when yes. he said, <laughs> Honey, they killed him. That much we know. <laughs> they killed him and fed him to the Tigers. That much we know. <laughs> and I said, this man is gold. Like, oh, just such a such a gem. All these these beautiful people that that have given so much to the world and to to the arts and things, and they're they're leaving. You know, he he he. Like, say what you want. Like, he was in his sixties, right? 
Probably, yeah, I would say so. Like he, I mean, he still has some good years left. You he know, he still had some things to do and some ways to make people laugh. But you know that, that when your number is called, like it's called, and, and that's it's frightening. Um, but it also should be a reminder to just do your best to live and and and, and, and like be a light to others. You know, we talk a lot of shit, but you know, we we do this as a, as a form of therapy and people be laughing at our stuff sometimes, you know? Um, but yeah, RIP to Leslie Jordan, such a gift and a treasure and a light that's gone out. Um, so that's it for our pop shit. Well, no, we, eh, okay. Well, I'll take that pop back. Nah, that's, that's, that's it for our, our, uh, in memoriam, I guess. <laughs> um, child uh nick cannon is celebrating his uh 437th child that's right uh, he, he's taking upon himself to replenish the earth by yes. his goddamn self him and kiki white i think that yes i think they're i think they're they're uh they're gonna be the first ones to settle on mars uh with their families <laughs> right because because kiki white says she wants one more did she yes she, she did oh no she just recently said when? that because she, j- this this last week because she, she posted a photo talking about that Mm-hmm. When the whole group of ninety five yeah. of them together in time, but this is the last one. Yeah, that. So she she said after her miracle baby, she wants one more because um, he he has a con- the baby has a condition, yeah. um, and you know only God knows, but um, it's it's rare that babies that that babies live for a certain amount of years after this. So, um, but she does want one more. I don't know how. That's not. I don't. I'm not in her hootie what's so i don't know what, <laughs> okay, what that looks like what's. you know but i i hope that I, I i hope that if they are having all these children they are giving these children the very best of themselves yeah that means attention love um discipline um respect yeah. um because it's very easy in a group of people to feel lost to feel like you're not loved to feel that you're not cared for you know, so I don't, I'm, I, you know, I don't have Kiki's money. I don't have Nick Cannon's money. So I don't know what they, you know. I mean, but it's one thing with Kiki White, all her kids stay in her house. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's one thing. Nick Cannon got kids all over this tarnation mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm. And, and it's impossible for him to take care of these kids with him. There being so many different baby mothers. And it's like, it, it's, it's, it's impossible to be to a good parent at that point. Impossible. It's yes. impossible. Yeah. So, I mean. But shout out to them, you know. I hope that they are, hope that they thrive in jail and that they they doing what they need to do for them children because it's a whole lot of children. A whole lot of them. Um, so so yeah, so there's that. Um, I just want to say that, um, the Carters won Halloween. They did, <laughs> uh, and Beyonce and her wizardry being uh. The mama and the grandma. Sugar mama. At the same time. Let me be. I want to be. Got to be. Uh, your sugar yeah. get mama so sugar. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so uh, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, um, and Jay-Z, and they chillings, all 50, 11 of them, um, they were the proud family yeah. <laughs> for Halloween, um, which is, which that harm, that, uh, Theme song is the only proud family theme song that I recognize. They changed it up in the new one. They, um, cha- they changed it's it. Solange still singing. Oh, she ain't singing no more. Um, so it. So Beyonce was um, Trudy Proud. She was also Sugar Mama, um, and of course Jay Z was Oscar. Blue was Penny, and uh, the twins were BB and Cece, uh, Sir and Rumi. Um, I thought that was 
so so creative and uh <laughs> uh beyonce was, was still there looking like tisha campbell like gina she's yes, like she gina <laughs> um, she gina was i'm i'm still mm. here so like, if y'all know about that you know about that anyway um she don't know about it either <laughs> but but it was it was it was cool like you know you never really like they're they are they are who they are for a reason and and they protect their family's image and they they're sometimes a bit reclusive and so just to see that yeah absolutely i wouldn't share you know what i'm saying um it's a it's a wonder i told him my husband's name you know what i'm saying or that i have a husband at all that i'm gay i'm not i'm a straight man (laughs) but um no it was just cool to see that you know and to see sir because i've seen romeo plenty of times I don't ever see sir, you know. Sure, I don't um, see any of them. So, um, and I don't think really, Beyonce really do. Did she do Halloween like that? Like, yeah, she every she, year. Every she remember she was she was Lil Kim. Uh, she, she was Tony I mean, Braxton. Yes, yeah. it's true. Yes, yeah. I remember. Every year she does something. Um, um, she dressed up as Storm one year. But it's um, never with the family. No, 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 no. Now they, they do Adam's family next time. That'd be dope. True. That would be really dope. Um, a bl- like Black Adams family. So y'all gotta, y'all gotta th- think of that. Blue, you send it to tell Beyonce because I know you know you listen, Blue. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so on November 11th, I guess. So Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is coming out. Um, I'm <laughs> Josh is currently doing the uh, Wakanda Forever um, salute. Salute. I didn't. I'm excited. About it, um, I, my ticket. I did too. Yeah, um, listen, um, I wish you would have let me know because well, I can't say that on this podcast, I'll tell you afterwards, but just know that there will probably be a ticket available. Um, oh. yeah, we'll talk about that later, but um, I'm excited about this, I'm excited to see how they honor uh Chadwick Bozeman. Um, I know in the beginning, when whenever um, whenever it was announced that the movie was coming out. There were a lot of people, a lot of black people, um, wanting to boycott the film because um, uh, the uh, the sister sure. uh, Shuri was w- would be was, it was it was rumored that she would replace um, she would replace uh, Chadwick. Chadwick as the as the Black Panther, and there is this conversation about man this the erasure of black men, you know, the black as the head of the family and as the leader and the protector. And I, Oh God, it makes me want to throw up, but um, it's, it's crazy because we cannot elevate black women um, in these positions, but I don't, and, th- and these are people who haven't even seen, we haven't even seen the fucking movie yet. Like, right, but that's actually how the story actually goes. If right. You go and read the comics. Sure. He takes over as the black Panther at some point, you know, now, and you know, supposed to happen this soon. Yeah. But you know. yeah, you know, and a lot, you know, a lot of folks, they don't, they don't even, they don't even know about the comics. They just, they just, they just see black Panther. And they, they, again, again, they see this black man, you know, elevated to this position of power and, they see themselves in this role as, as the protector of, of their, their domain and to see a woman elevated, they go back to their very Christian roots and man, that's not, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't the way, ain't the way it's supposed to be. And it's like, you only see what you see. Yeah. You, and, and as long as you think and believe that way, you're going to always be left behind. Like I, I'm going, I'm, I'm getting all my white together. I'm going to see it, you know? But the thing is, we're not even sure. We haven't even seen the movie to know if like, they actually finna let her take over in this movie. Like, it's going to happen eventually. I don't want this particular actor taking over, you know, because she's very problematic her damn self. 
But, uh, you know, it's going to happen eventually, y'all. I mean, read the books and you'll know. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. On that, <laughs> that's that. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, again, I'm all, my all white. Um, I'm taking um, I'm taking some students. Um, oh. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. Um, <laughs> in other celebra- celebratory news, a celebrity story. Celebrity. In other ce- celebratory news, uh, the Houston Astros won the World Woo-hoo! Series. I don't Shout watch out. baseball, but that is yeah. the home. Team. You know, it is the home team. So I, I'm Texas not. Rangers. I'm not from. I'm not from Houston. Um, I, I'm not. But um, I've been to some Astros games. Um, you know, I know it's it's a, so a lot of my friends from high school moved to Houston, so they're Houstonians. You know, mm-hmm. I never did that. You know, I've never really had a place to cheer for a team that's up here. Um, like when I lived in Austin, there was no, there was no Austin team, you know, um, it's the Austin Verde. No. Okay. Moving right along. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so I I want to, you know, I want to join in the celebration, but I, I don't really have, uh, you know, I don't have any skin in the game. You know, so it's like, but shout out to them. You I know, mean, shout. I'm just happy that it's a Texas team. Absolutely, That's all I care about. shout out to them. You know, my yeah. my one of my best friends, Ross. He um, he is an Astros fan through and through, and so you know, and he loves the Astros. So shout out to him. You know, uh, they didn't won. Um, so it, it's it's kind of like. I want to be excited. Like I want, I want a team to root for. You know what I'm saying? I want a team to be proud of when they win. Dallas, it, girl, please. Um, they are doing very well. They will never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, you was <laughs> to my terrible. Dallas fans. I listen. I tried to be a Dallas Who Cowboy do you fan. Like? I don't have a team yet. Dallas. I wanted to, but let me tell you. So let me tell you this thing about Dallas. And it's fine, niggas on the Dallas Cowboys team. Oh, I oh I am aware. I'm aware. Right. So so I I was I was initially I was a Dallas Cowboy fan when I was little. I was actually a Houston Same. Oilers fan too, um, but um, I just stopped. I mean, I I stopped watching NFL, you know, um, some years ago, and I I started back, you know, and I said I'm, I need a team. I need a team. Whenever Johnny Manziel uh, was was drafted and went to the Cleveland Browns, I was like, well, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I was like, but that was short lived. I was like, I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll be a Dallas Cowboy fan. And it seems. A bit bandwagony. Come over. Mm-mm, not yet. Not yet. You are from Texas. It's mm. okay. Well, then go for the Houston Texans. Then. Ooh, never. Now that's a t- let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something right here. While while we not? on this podcast, I don't know why. That's a team I could never root for, because they can, like because like they're the they're they're the newest team. Like they're not. I mean, they're not anymore. But they were. I remember when I remember when they when they, when the, when the when that fr- when that franchise started. You know, I was like. Where the order is that? Like, what is this? What? What? Is, I don't like this. You know, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And they too close to the Longhorns. Um, too close oh, to Texas. I couldn't get with it. I couldn't get with it. So if I'm gonna be any, if I would be anything, it probably it would be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Like, well, come on. Um, I mean, and and, and I and I love the Saints. I I, I love the Saints. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, I just do. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna always I'm gonna stick beside them. Okay. I'm gonna stick beside them. I was only going for them at one point because their quarterback. What was that man name? Uh, Breeze. Yeah, he uh was from Austin and he and he went to Westlake. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was cute for you and him. Yeah. <laughs> so, but speaking of the World Series, what I cared about the most was that Jasmine Sullivan sang the and she shit out of sang motherfucking down child. That, it don't need to be sung no more. Listen, again. I I have a very 
soft spot for the national anthem. Um, I'm gonna tell you about about that spot. I'm, it's a sore spot too. It's a soft sore oh, spot. Um, <laughs> you know, I grew up, you know, being asked to sing that song. I used to sing it down. I used to sing it down. I um hell, <laughs> I used to um, I used to I was I was once very patriotic. I was very very patriotic growing up. Yeah, we um, and I mean I went to July Fourth things. You know I mean mm-hmm. I mean had I remember my mom one year she made us we all she got us all old navy shirts that had an American flag on. Sure, <laughs> yeah. I get my mom one every year because you know it's my mom's birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> Child, like, I celebrate Kim. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you didn't give me a shirt this year. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to Old Navy and get you a shirt, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's that was that. Like, I, I, um, Eli asked me. Well, no, I asked Eli rather. I said, do, do you think I'm patriotic? He was like, no. I said, oh yeah, I just want to make sure you knew. Like, I, I'm, I, but I, it's 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 hairy because there are things that I appreciate about this country. I have a lot of I have a lot of yeah I I love certain aspects of this country I love you know being here I love the freedoms that I have um but there are some things about this country that I do not I do not love and you can you can you can be critical of this nation and still love your country people don't understand that people think that well you critically go somewhere else like i don't know anywhere else to go i i'm from here i was born here. i'm an american if you want to pay for me to go somewhere else please do i'm an american i and i and i i think i and you and i'm not gonna let anybody tell me how to be an american like you just you're not gonna do it like (laughs) i'm an american who has who has issues with some of the things that we do um you know with in re- with regards to the national anthem like if it's sung as a formality girl sing it down um i have not been asked to sing it in a, in a long time and um you know if, if i if i know the song you know front to back did i tell you <laughs> did i talk about that in the podcast at the time that i sang uh the negro national anthem instead I feel like you did because yeah I remember hearing yeah it. so yeah. just don't don't invite me because child i might give y'all that rendition so or that song anyway but yeah uh, jasmine sullivan is period she is, she is. Yes. <laughs> i mean it's the the way that she can move notes is remarkable and y'all y'all like listening to drake like this these people who's like she is music man like she, she is, is she is music like she is music she's vocal perfection personified and and she's getting better and better um now I've always loved Jasmine Sullivan. Like she's always been one of my favorites, um, but she became even more my favorite because she was. She said she wanted to do a song with Beyonce and that their voices would be crazy together. Which I I, I don't even know what that would sound like. Sure, I don't, but I I feel like it would be a good min, mid tempo song. Yeah, I don't want to hit him do no ballads. No, I don't, man. I, could I, you I imagine Jasmine it. Sullivan singing like Virgo's groove? Um, Cause them them the we run, had no we had this conversation. Remember? Oh yeah, we did. Uh huh. And you didn't think. She would do good on it. That's I didn't. Like, I don't. It was something because I said I wanted Jasmine to sing Virgo's Groove. You was like, eh. and then you finally caught on at the end. That was <laughs> the last episode that y'all haven't heard yet. Was it? I don't know. I don't know. Who, who knows what we talk about yeah. in the wee hours of the Whatever. night? But yeah, um, I hope they do a song together. Um, and she sang down. So thank you for that, Jasmine Sullivan. You anytime. Uh, and I think Chloe or Hallie. Somebody sang the national anthem. <laughs> oh, I feel so shame. One of them sang it. I can't remember which one, but they sounded good. Um, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I love y'all. The, I love the y'all. Bailey twin. 
Uh, yeah, Sweet sister. Uh, somebody, somebody sang it, and it was, it was, it was, it was amazing. Um, so thank you, uh, uh, Jasmine, for you know giving me a little bit of soul in this yeah. song that sometimes gives me pause. Most oh, time gives me pause. Um, speaking of Beyonce, um, uh, Michael Jackson's eldest. No, no, his is the boy older. Than, no, who came first? His name's Prince. That's all like we. Who got. came first? Him, Prince of Paris. Prince of Peace. Principalities. 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 Jackson. Uh, so, um, was was asked about the new King of Pop title that was given to Harry Styles. And I who? still don't understand because listen, he is in nowhere like near shape or form listen. in the category of Michael Jackson. And I don't even like Michael Jackson, so we can get that later. Uh oh. Um. I mean, I don't. Hold please. <laughs> For this brief intermission, he, he he is not my favorite singer. I respect him as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and but say that. There, you know, you don't hear people growing up saying, "Oh, I want to sing like Michael Jackson." You don't. Well, apparently, he got another voice that, that people rarely hear. Um, oh yes. yeah, he got a deep voice. Uh, he be singing like this. Um, <laughs> and here you okay? Uh, so um, um, so Harry Styles, former member of One Direction. Uh, a British pop band, I believe. Sure. Um, he had, you know, when the, the band broke up, they they all went their separate ways, and he is um, arguably um, the most notable. Um, I think right after him is Zayn. I would say, well, to me, Zayn first, I guess, because Zayn is fine, though. Well, yeah, he, you could be fine, but you ain't putting out no good Ooh. music. Like, <laughs> like uh, uh, Harry been putting out music, and it's not, I, it's not my. I don't like it. I don't, it's not my taste. I like watermelon oh, sugar. That's yeah, weird. Watermelon sugar pie. Uh, what? Watermelon sugar pie. It ain't pie. I don't know what he's saying. But, um, you know, it's like, my thing is, you ain't, you haven't done enough to he be. He ain't been in the game long enough, like, to, like, Michael has decades you know what? of music. It's not even just that. It's, it's like, like, head. you don't do anything, like, I don't see you do anything on stage that's awe inspiring. At all. You not you you're not that girl to be doing all that. You to be like you're not. So it's it's weird. I, I it's hmm. Child, I had to give it to Chris Brown before I give it to Harry Styles. Yeah, but you know <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. the the crazy thing about it is that is it's it's people going back to, to, to Drake and all that stuff, people love mediocrity. They do. People love like the like the bar is set so low for these pop girls. Like they love any and everything. They love any and everything because someone's name is on it. You might say that about us and Beyonce, but anytime Beyonce comes out, she shows and proves. Every time. Every time. You have never seen Beyonce even if you didn't even like this is what I wish music lovers, true music lovers will tell you this. Something might not be your cup of tea, but you're not gonna say that that she didn't she didn't throw her whole ass into it. Right. Like y'all might not have liked the gift, but that if you an amazing if you album. yeah like music so like it's people who think they love Beyonce these these stands they don't love Beyonce because they don't right. know they don't really know music. Like if you love Beyonce, you would never shit on the gift because that album, especially the things that Beyonce Mac was doing in that album, like yes. it was. It was insane. And the visuals, the for visuals, that album. yeah, Amazing. yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all sleep. But um, but so anyway, like <laughs> this is a this young man. I'm sure he's you know he's got talent, he's got charisma, he's got spunk. You know he makes people you know want to be with him. You know and you know he gay baits a little bit. I, I'm not sure about his sexuality. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't assume. But it's because he's they them pronouns. 
They well, they <sighs> use they them pronouns. I these there are a lot of these, and it's main it's mainly white pop pop uh pop singers, male white pop singers, um who are doing this. That guy um Charlie Puth, um uh, Charlie Puth kind of does it for me. Uh, you know, even though he looked like the chickens from uh, Chicken Run. No, don't do that. To that <laughs> but you know, they they they're they do things like you know. You know, showing their their naked ass or all That's this, and charming. and they because they know, they know that dudes are gonna, you know, gay dudes are they're gonna they're gonna have another fan base, you know, That's they're fine. gonna add to a fan base. I mean, shit, Charlie Puth sing way better than um, no, no, because Charlie Puth actually no, sings, he can sing and he writes his ass. He can down. sing. He to me, he has way more hits than than uh, Harry Styles, but but Harry Styles is the is like he's the aesthetic that a lot of these girls want like he's the he's the skinny you know thin you know white man you know that you know and because i sexuality right now is very trendy yeah and, you know sorry to say but it is you know because he is i guess in between whatever shit between. you know a lot of people are into that shit right now you yeah. know so he's appealing to, to a whole lot of people which is great but yeah. I, th- I feel like it's very gimmicky you know, but so whatever. Prince, Prince Jackson denied that whole claim and said that the closest person to his father, Beyonce Giselle, <laughs> that's that is that is it. That is she is the moment. She is the moment. Um, he's he one talked about one. the he ta- only one. The only one. He talked about how how much his father loved Beyonce. Like, and it's you know he said he you know people are probably gonna be mad, but like, you know. Yes, we are fans of Beyonce, but I want to make it very clear. We're not fans for no reason. Y'all, that, like, the same way, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. Janet Jackson is Janet Jackson. And Beyonce is Beyonce. That's it's, it. That, that's it. Like, if you love, if you know music, if you, if you know talent, if, if you understand, like, star power, you never, ever count that woman out. Like, that woman has, has she has, she is, like, she is. So, so yeah, there's that. Um... Yeah, that's all for our 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 pop shit. Oh, oh was, yeah, that well, that, that was, yeah, it's fine. Um, so I mean, this this already this episode's already going going on very long um, because we've had a lot to say. Two hours, child. Um, so I just want to quickly just just talk about very quickly um, some things that I've been experiencing. I I have been. Um, and I continue to be on this quest to to get better. And what I mean by that is um, I acknowledge a lot of things within me um, in terms of like, you know, mood swings, uh, attitude problems, um, and, you know, feelings of inadequacy. I've been in the process of, you know, um, just just taking a, a deeper I've not been in the process. I've been taking a deeper look look at those things and um they impact my life so much you know when you grow up in certain households you don't necessarily realize um some of the habits that rub off on you and you take those habits and they become a part of your personality and I've noticed that about myself. I've noticed that, you know, um, I am the carbon copy of my mother. And I think we talked about this a little bit, but I don't, and I don't, I'm bashing her. Um, but I am, I'm so unlovable sometimes. I don't, 
it's not just what I learned from, you know, from, from, from living there. It's also the relationships that I've been in. Um, they informed my heart and my mind that I was unlovable. You know, my last relationship with the dude was, it was, it lasted four years and held three of those years were, I was, I was completely in, in, completely in the dark about what was really going on in the relationship. And I poured so much of myself into that relationship that um, I hate to say this, but I don't have, I'm, I, I'm still empty. I'm still on empty. And I was like that, you know, with my other relationship, you know, right after that, I found that I couldn't give um, what I wanted to give, you know, because I think that, you know, my partner deserves so much and I, I don't have it. And so I'm, I'm, what I've been working on is figuring out ways to refill, you know, and, um, and get back to the me that I, well, not even get back, but read about just discovering the yeah. me that I, that I know that I can be. And every now and then I'll, I'll see glimpses of it. Um, but it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to, um, cause sometimes I barely have enough for myself. Like I don't have enough for myself. And then to have to, not that I have to, I want to give some of that to my, my spouse and it, it becomes increasingly just difficult because I never saw that. I never, I never, as a child, I never had an example of that type of love. I don't know what it looks like. And so I'm giving myself space to get better and to, you know, discover some things about me and, you know, to look at my shortcomings and check myself whenever I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little out of line. But I remember saying something to him that my mom said to my dad once, you know, and I thought, man, you can't, you can't be like that. Like, you can't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's, but it's, it's very easy for us to exhibit the things that we grew up, you know, um, seeing and feeling. Cause that's all you, you know? Yeah. And I'm afraid of, I'm, I'm afraid of, being completely vulnerable. Um, I mean, he sees me all the time, but, you know, even in relationships, there's still a, a, a fraction of yourself you keep to yourself, you know, you yeah. keep to you. Um, and maybe, maybe for good reason, but I want to be, I want to be completely open. You know, I want to be completely 100% myself, um, but my guard is always up. Like my guard is always up with my with my ex that um, you know I was with for four years. You know, um, I don't know if I don't know if he listens because um, I, I would never say anything, anything disrespectful. But I'll just say that neither one of us was ready. Um, and there were just doors that were closed that I never had access to. I never had access to those doors. And. <laughs> if I didn't have access to them, I would break the doors down. And then when I saw what was behind those doors, it was always some shit, you know? <laughs> okay. And you know, when they say, when they say, don't go uh, peeking around for stuff because you're going to find it. Child, it. when I tell you, I found it. <laughs> I I always found it, you know? And so um, that, you know, kind of, it, it shaped how I, how I saw other people. And so, um, it's very hard to trust, 
It's very, very hard to trust. I just, I assume the worst all the time, you know, and it's not just in, in romantic relationships. I assume that in platonic relationships, I assume the worst all the time, you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on getting, getting, I, I, I really am working on being in a better space. Um, but child, your boy is fatigued. Like I, I feel like I need a, I need a vacation. So that's why I was, I would go to Austin once a, once a month because I needed a vacation. Um, I can't really do that this month because um, the holidays are coming, and we need to go to New Orleans. We do. We do need to go to New Orleans. That's you need true. to also. You need to. I'll. I'll give you the date. I want you to come down because. Um, come down where we're, we're gonna go to Salado um, to a holiday stroll. Sure, what is that? It's a holiday stroll <laughs> in Salado. <laughs> um, I used to go every year um, when I was in college, and then Lucy and I went some years ago before she moved, and then I didn't go anymore. It's a it's a Salado is a small town. It's uh, I think I've passed through. Yeah, sometime. yeah. Um, it's about two hours away from here, and they they transformed the whole town into this little Christmas wonderland. It's really cute. It's just cute little cottages um, where you can buy you know fudge and shit like that. Things I can't eat anymore. Um, but it's it's a very Christmassy town. Like my mom would love that. You know, I, sometimes I wish I wish she and I were on good terms because I would bring her. She would fall in love with that little town. Like it's just it's little shops. It's it's like it's like. Old white ladies will love it. I like old white lady stuff. I really do. No, see, my grandma has been there because when my grandparents uh, were young, like in the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. they had an RV, and so they would go on RV trips uh, in this little group they were in, and they would go to Salado and go to all the antique shops and stuff like that. Because I would go with them, so I think I've been to Salado, just not during Christmas time. But yeah. I am down to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's. I'm I'm gonna try to organize it because we miss it every year. Um, but yeah so it's it's holiday season is upon us and um i i don't know this this is my first it's all it's gonna be a first of a lot of things you know with my grandma you know having passed it's gonna be my first birthday without her um i am not uh so i don't i don't feel things until like so I know that it's in the back of my mind, but I won't feel it until my birthday that that she's she can't sing to me anymore. And but I was telling you before I was saying this earlier, something about this month always puts me in a, a bit of a, a damper, a down mood. Um, when I was in college, this was always around the time where you're supposed to get your shit together to take finals. And I never had my shit together. So okay. I always I always have this dream. I have this reoccurring dream that I'm failing a final, like that, or that it's a class that I registered for, but I never went to. And then I got to take the final. Um, (laughs) So, so it's a, it's a hard year. And so also for a lot of, for a lot of y'all out there who, you know, have lost loved ones. um, I'm thinking about y'all I'm holding space for y'all because this time of year is just, I mean, it's a lot, you know, with gifts. I, I, I get so, nervous this time of year because it's also the time of year where people get stupid and steal from people and like like my mom used to go to the mall all the time and like i've heard so many stories of people getting robbed at malls for their for their their presence like it's just it's so scary y'all y'all shop online girl <laughs> like right. i i know y'all get some of y'all ain't i know for you woke folks that's that's not rocking with jeff bezos or whatever and i say woke in a in a very funny way because 
I'm using it the way white people use it uh, to make fun of black people. Uh, yeah, who don't know what the real meaning of it is. Those of you who are, who are like boycotting Amazon Prime, like buy your stuff online still. Buy it online because <laughs> it, it's not worth it going to these stores and fighting with people over over Tickle Me Elmos and stuff like that. Like, wow, that th- was decades. Yeah, ago. but but I remember people was fighting over them things. Word, people child. fighting over roasters and, and air fryers now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like right. I would never go to a Black Friday sale. I won't go unless they got movies. They got DVD, Blu-rays and shit like that. I might go and get one of those, but like, um, yeah. So, um, where's are we doing Friendsgiving? I gotta check, child, because I think Eli's parents want me to come up there. So what am I gonna do? <laughs> we gonna figure it out. I'm not going. We fine. gonna figure it out. We we it's might like, have to do a. a, a okay. we remember one time we did like it was either before or after Thanksgiving. I already know we did. where I'm going. It's okay. I'm not coming. Listen, hey, I don't, listen. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a a, a, a doting husband. Okay. okay. Um, but no, he asked me, he asked me last week, he was like, um, do you want to go to my parents? And I was like, they're not going to have vegan options for me. And he was <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, you're right. I said, I don't want, I don't want to go. I don't like being places where I can't eat. I, I hate Man, who that. Does? I, but like, I, but that's where I find myself. I, the conference I just went to, they didn't have shit for me. And so I had to, I, I was constantly driving, you know, Ubering to places in Dallas to get food. Um, and that's the, that's the last thing I was saying. Um, I went to a conference this past weekend and, um, I was there for a few days in Dallas and it's a conference for my job. And I often feel that I don't belong there because I'm, I'm one black man that doesn't have all, all these degrees and all these publications. And I look a certain way. I talk a certain way. Um, and I've always, I've always just always felt very intimidated to be in those in those spaces, and so I had, I, I submitted two proposals um, to present at this conference, and both proposals were accepted, and I so I did present twice, and I wasn't, I wasn't as prepared as I could have been, but I gave, I, I spoke on what I knew, and I told myself yesterday that I would never count myself out again, that I, I, I have to stop talking, you know, speaking to myself like I don't deserve, you know, and stop saying negative things all the time, every time I show up. And so um, my first presentation, I was going to tell, I was going to say a bunch of self-deprecating jokes about myself, you know, I'm this and that. And I said, no, nah. I said, instead of telling y'all who I'm not, I'm going to tell you who I am. And it was somebody in the back, it was a black girl in the back. She said, amen. You know? And so, so, so I'm just, I, I want to, you can always be better. You can always improve. You can all, you always, you can always learn. You should, as long as you got breath in your body, you can learn, you can be better and you can, you can strive to do better because what's in front of us is not all that we're given. There's so much more road ahead, but the minute we believe that this is it for us, it's never, we'll never improve. Like even when it's potholes and shit like that happen, roadblocks and stuff like that, there's still more road ahead. And that's what I have to tell myself. Like, yeah, I, I fucking killed those presentations and I, and, and uh, my, my boss was in, was sitting in on one of them and I was nervous as hell. Um, because he knows how I am. He knows how I talk, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, so I'm learning to stop code switching. I'm learning to just show up as myself, as authentic as I am, all time. whether it's Musa, Gerard, Dustin, pop, all of you me. know, all of me. So that's what I've been. That's what I learned. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> I want to commend you on doing the work. Cause a lot of people say they know they have work to do and they, you know, shit that they could be doing to make themselves better but you are actually recognizing these things and you are taking the correct steps 
to make these adjustments in your life. Well, thank you, friend. To, you know, do without, you know, the family support this <laughs> season, <laughs> you know, and to, you know, just make yourself a better person, a better student as far as life is concerned so you can mentor these kids. Oh, God. And, you know, and to be a better husband, you are doing the things that need to be done. So I am happy for you. Well, child. thank you. I, I appreciate you. And, I, and you know what? I appreciate you for for <laughs> taking you took us. You took a huge step. I know you You know you ain't feeling your job right now, but you took a, <laughs> you took a huge step because it's it's a, it's fucking awful to be uncomfortable. Child. It is. It is ooh, like to, to do something new is, is awkward and it's. Ugh, when you, and that learning curve sucks so bad. Like I, I know I can say that. I know that because you were telling me you kind of give me the ins and outs, and I was like, shit, yes, I know what you're feeling. But like, so this step is it was a major step for you, and I know like it's probably like shit. I gotta learn all this shit right now. But either, in my opinion, either you're gonna find something better, or you're gonna say, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Until I find something better, I'm gonna do what I need to do, and I, that's what you do. You you have never not done what you need to do. You have always been someone who gets shit done, hook crook, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I and I I'm I'm grateful for to you for that because you've been a great example of like get shit done this, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, you do you whether whether you like it or not, you're like I'm, I'm gonna suck it up and get it done, and I think that. That's what I admire about you the most because, you know, you you have to you had to grow up super quick, you know, and also like, you know, you had to be a support for your mom, you know, and that's not easy. Like, shit, I ain't talking to mine, you know, so I'm I'm like, I'm proud of you because even when you didn't want to, you know, even when you when she when she gets on your nerves, you still you still been you still been very loyal, you know, to to your mother, and and I respect that. I respect the hell out of that, you know. Um, and also, like, whether whether she annoys you or not, like y'all 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 can still laugh and talk, you know. Yeah. And it's, my it's your mama, you know. And I think that that's something that I'm I I miss, and right. it's something that I that I wish that I had. Um, I think your mother saw your independence really early. Um, and she knew you're going to be your own person, you know? Um, and <laughs> you know, I don't know what my mom saw. I think my mom, my mom is afraid of things that she doesn't know. She, she needs, she needs to know how everything plays out, but she doesn't realize that, you know, I could be, a, I could be heterosexual and married to a woman and still not produce children. Right. Like they, like, you know, it's a very, it's a possibility, you know? And so, I mean, hell, she, I, I'm I'm even careful saying that stuff to my sister. Like, I don't talk to my sister as if she's having kids. I say, if y'all choose to have children, then I then I complete the sentence, the statement, because, you know, like my uh my ex girlfriend used to say, man, don't occupy my womb. Like, so I don't I don't talk to Lacey about kids until she brings it up, because I, the doll might not want to have them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and so, but I, I I'm just I'm grateful that you. You you have a relationship with your mother and, you know, that y'all can talk about things and that she doesn't, you know, she doesn't judge you for for who you were born to be. You know, who you always were, you, who you were, go, you were going to be that you were going to be you regardless, you know, yeah. of whatever. So, you know, we're going to continue to grow and we're we going to get better without 
with or with whatever support Child. we get from anybody. I'm trying to tell you. Um, so, yes, and, and on and on and on and on and on. So, if if you all, um, well, I know we, we didn't have, we had one email. It was just from Sheikah asking, <laughs> uh, where y'all at? Y'all good? Just checking. And I did uh, respond. Yeah, I saw you respond. Yeah. Sheikah, technical difficulties. <laughs> um, and we, so. We is alive. We is alive and well. Um, and we're we're we're, we're going to continue to grow and get better. Like like we all we both have aspirations for this this podcast. Um, you know, I, I I don't want us to be anybody but who we are. You know, and I think that in being who we are, like I said, there's a, there's so much road there's road left ahead. And so if if on that road there's there's growth, continued maturity, and and just elevating ourselves, then so be it. Um, so. I just want to thank y'all for um, listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or yes. coins that you want to send, uh, you please send them to childpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's child with four oh, eyes. Uh, please um, tell, tell, I would say tell your friends, tell your mother and father, but we do cuss we and we are very it. gay. And it's, it's and not for pay. Not, not, not. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> <laughs> How much you talking about? <laughs> um, but but you know what the things we say um, do not reflect our occupations. Um, <laughs> um, we these are these are our own individual thoughts, um, and as a collective, we just like to sit and talk shit. Um, we respect um, those who deserve respect. respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and again, we want to hear from y'all. Um, if you, you know, whatever you think that you want to hear, hear us talk about, you know, just don't forget to reach out to us. Don't forget to tell somebody about us. Um, yes. Make sure you are rating us on Spotify mm -hmm. and Apple podcast. Mm -hmm. And please, please, please spread the word. Um, tell your gay friends, they can listen to this <laughs> and, um, we're, we're not family friendly, but we're friendly, we're friendly to families. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, y'all, uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And we out of here. Bye. Bye.